How's it going, everybody? This is going to be a totally... I am not editing this. I'm not doing anything. This is a straight, raw upload. Uh, Dan, we... I just decided to start recording because Dan was Dan has become a Twitter, a Twitter fiend. <laughs> at Twitter, yeah, that's pretty fair. So what's in your handle is what at Deegster two. Yeah, at Deegster two. Because It'll, I'll put it whatever. in the description. I'll have to add you to the, to the Twitter links. Now yeah. you got one. So we're like Twitter bros now. Now we can tag I even got each a other. Reporter, we can a like a reporter's following me now. You go follow her at first, at Fact First Net Trent Naz. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa! What Australia. are you doing, buddy? He's from doing? Australia. Um, he's actually had some pretty big articles published in some pretty interesting stuff. Like he was published in, I think, the Washington Journal at one point. It's pretty oh, cool, yeah. or something like that. Some right wing bullshit, probably. But he seems like a cool dude. I mean, my my post is pretty much blowing up all of, anywhere <laughs> I post it. You know, I saw I mean, yeah on your Facebook. He, Dan did this post about. Um, but the the Maoist takeover thing, the the parallel. Well, I showed a picture of the there's in uh, D.C. These people were marching and they went to these, you know, restaurant and most of it's outdoor seating now. And this woman is being surrounded by all these people and they're putting their fist up and they're yelling at her saying, you know, say black, put your fist up and say uh, Black Lives Matter. And she wouldn't do it, which I means she might support it, but she might just, you know, be a little bit more. Uh, has is not gonna fall levy to the mob, you know? Oh, like she's like, like, no, you're yeah. not gonna make me do it. And uh, <laughs> and then beneath it, I posted a picture of literally eerily the same exact fucking almost image in a sense. And what I, what I wrote was, uh, I'm like, during the communist revolution in China, they publicly sh- publicly shamed citizens to join the cause and forced them to read from the little red book. Then it led to the deaths of tens of millions of people. Their own people. I see reflection being cast back at, back, at us, back at us from the pool of history. What do you see? I see familiarity. That's concerning to me. Stand up to the mob. Be an individual. I agree. I mean, it's good post. No, I, I mean, I'm pretty much minor celebrity now after Adam, you know, uh, decided to help a bro out. No, but it's yeah. really one of those things where, like, how could how can we live in a society today? Where like, I'm following, because I went on and I started following all these, like, that's the first thing I did after I followed all, you know, the typical Ben Shap, the Shap, and I feel, I followed a bunch of right, and I saw, uh, I think it was, like, Joy Reid or some of these, like, uh, more established media uh, personalities and stuff, and I was like, I really didn't want to follow them at first. You got to, though. You yeah. Know, like I, I, people are saying, that's the whole point of Twitter, right? Right. Like, I really didn't want to, because like, I was like, oh, I'm so sick, but then I was like, you know How what? How else are you going to know who to dunk on? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, I decided, I was like, okay, so I started following, I, I followed Jim Acosta, I followed CNN, oh, yeah. followed everyone, and like, I just, dude, I'm probably opening myself up to attacks, like, I'm going straight to the Portland, like, police Twitter, and I'm like, I'm like, calling out Ted Wheeler, and I'm like, tagging him, I'm like, because uh, oh, they, probably, you can't be the only one doing that, I mean, this no, is, no, on, no, I went, like, here, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking, you know, we'll do a little deep dive on myself here, um, do some uh, some forensic some digital forensics. Yeah, well, like they, the post was pretty simple. Yeah, I've been going fucking hard. Oh my god, I gotta slow down. Maybe a, you know, um, what yeah. did I say? This is your life now, Dan. All day you're gonna be like, <laughs> I don't know how to get back to the post that I commented on. I don't know how to, cause I didn't share it, so it's kind of like hard. 
But basically, it was the MH, uh, the multi, here it is, the Multnomah County Sheriff um, basically said, the Multnomah, I don't know that fucking word, Multnomah County Sheriff's Office is aware of an event tonight calling for a gathering outside the Donald E. Long Juvenile Detention Center in Northeast Portland. We ask that this event event remains peaceful. All property, including parking lots, is closed to the public. Anyone who enters the property may be subject to arrest. And then they fucking put, right at the bottom, fucking bunch of pussies. We value people's rights to to assembly and free speech while balancing the need for maintaining the safety of the entire community. Protest is a challenging work. We are committed to facilitating a peaceful event. We want to be with everyone. And I, I was just like, okay, dude, like you're kind of, you're not even being strong-willed here. Like this is just like annoying to me. So I just said, I'm like, for the love of God, grow a pair. Ted, they're not protesting. Please rise above your political biases and please stop the spread of violence and misinformation, or or real Donald Trump will have to step in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say this. I mean, don't you think you kind of have to say that? You, you, I mean, because there are people out there that are probably just protesting. Whether or not they're providing cover on purpose or not, I don't know. You know? Well, I mean, it's hard to crawl into the mind of a person, like, well, you look, know, to impugn their motives. Well, are you talking about who? No, I'm saying, like, uh, like the people that. There might be people that are just protesting, and whether or not they are willfully being used as kind of to obfuscate the actual things that are going on or not like i don't know i couldn't say okay well i'm sorry that if you can't fucking when you're out there and you're seeing them lighting fires every fucking night like the excuse isn't there right now it's going on for 90 days dude if you're still going out you're not a faith a faithful actor like you're not going out to be like oh i'm just here to support black lives matter it's not that way anymore you're supporting violent insurrectionists i think they're specifically there yes well absolutely but like the thing is is if we're going to be sitting there going looking at now atlanta's blowing up tonight i think yeah i sent you the video i sent that was atlanta oh well you sent me one from the another one from no no i sent you one from atlanta that was the last thing i sent you i think one of them and it's like you're seeing it's it's happening in atlanta you see it i saw it last night in charlotte it's probably happening again you're seeing it in denver Seattle again. These places are blowing up and people can't do anything about it. And the police can't do anything about it because they're being tied behind their back. And when you look at Portland as an example, Mayor Wheeler is the fucking police commissioner as well. Where is the balance of power here? So that is an authoritarian government. They're literally not protecting their citizens. They're not protecting their no, community. No, it's complete failure. This is what was so disturbing about what's been it's going on. Fail- so basically, basically, since the Chaz, like, you know, that, no, that, that was Seattle. That was no, Seattle. No, no, I'm not saying, like, I'm just saying in broad strokes, when you think about, like, what the government's response has been, like, they're literally, this is the only thing that they're really supposed to be involved in your life for, right? At it's this level, is, is to stop <laughs> this kind of shit from happening. And they're just not doing it. And it doesn't, you know, Dan and I were talking earlier, and that's why we were like, "All right, well, let's chill out and like we'll reconvene later on Skype and get some content out of this guys, conversation." Guys, we got breaking news! Breaking news from Twitter. I just got my first retweet. This is big news. <laughs> this is big news, everybody. Let me see if this guy's famous. Let no, probably see. not. He's probably got like seven followers. It's usually how it goes. He's got actually, got, he's got, actually, he's got, he's got MAGA stuff. In actually, his title. what? Actually, 
It's nine. He has nine followers. So don't discredit the man. He follows Babylon B. We know he's pretty reliable. <laughs> we know he's a smart man. <laughs> we know but he's hey, the clown. I'll take a retweet. Thank you, Jacob. You know, nice guy. Anyways, what I was saying is like we were so we're just so like almost befuddled because you don't understand like what is the motivation? What is the end game other than chaos? Like what there could is, possibly be the end game? There, the end game is this to try to fucking the, basically Wheeler's trying to wait him out. He's playing. It's a waiting game here. He's trying to prove a point that he doesn't need Donald Trump to step in. This is all political pandering. I really do believe that's what it is. Well, do you think that's like literally to allow this to happen is just to stop? Like, I mean, he's not even empowering his own agencies, his own police. He's not doing any well, of that. In fact, he's he's talking shit about them, and then everybody complains when something nasty happens, and they're like, "Where were you?" Or then like, he Whoa. goes, he go, and this is the problem. And I think it was Trey Gowdy uh, said it on Fox, whatever you know, wherever some right wing source. But I'll just go to it. Well, he he gets up there and he goes, he's like. Wheeler let them spiral, let it spiral out of control initially because he was like, I'm trying to prove a point. Fuck Donald Trump. That was that initially, that's what it was about, really. Mm. Like, it's a federal court building. It's not our money. We don't have to worry about it. Like, that is a federal funded building. Like, it's not going to come out of our fucking taxes, our paychecks, or whatever here. And then once they left, because the unquote unquote, the stormtroopers left, as uh, Nancy Pelosi would call them. And they left, and then all of a sudden they started going and just rampaging the police departments and trying to set their buildings on fire. And then Wheeler comes out on a fucking in, in like talk because does a talk or whatever over Zoom because he's not a real fucking man and can't just go out and talk to the news. And then he goes out there. You can and go out to the protest and give a speech though. Ah, uh, oh my god, yeah. And then oh my god, Mayor Wheeler just got gassed. What a hero! Go fuck yourself. And then. Then they go down, and he's literally saying, listen, guys, you're going to reelect Donald Trump. Not to stop the violence. He's like, you are going to be the, the real for Donald Trump's reelection campaign. Well, he's giving them an incentive because he's never going to, like, that, that's the best you're going to get from him. No, but this, this is what they want. What this do they, no, what do they want? I don't understand. They what do you destroy. mean? They want to destroy the establishment. They want to start a revolution. This is what well, the only yeah. goal is. Well, there is, but it's it is a small, it's a minority of people that are engaging in this stuff, good and bad. Um, and it just seems like there's just like a lot of useful idiots. Like when you get to the point of what we saw yesterday in D.C. with the outdoor eating shit, right? Yeah, that was a lot of people out there, dude. Like, no, but like, no, when you're yeah. at that, if you were, if you're at that point, even if you are just a person that thinks they're good intentioned and thinks that they're like part of some important moment in history. Wouldn't you think like you would have some sort of moment of self-awareness and be like, whoa, what are we doing? Like, how is this? This seems a little fucking crazy. I mean, dude, it's it is it was creepy. It's creepy the cult-like behavior. And then the failure of the everybody, like even that woman, the woman that's outside that bar getting cornered. Her friend is there with her fucking arm up. Whoever's sitting at the table just immediately puts her arm up. And like doing the solidarity thing, right? No, no, but like I think like and then when you have like teenage kids getting yelled at by some fucking I don't rando, know. I don't know how old they were, but well, they looked like they looked. Pretty, they look young. They probably looked young twenties. At it, you know, it, at, when the I oldest, at the oldest. At the oldest. Yeah, like they're, they're college 17, age, probably. 18. I think the guy. I think the guy had an IPA. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if he did. No, he had a water and a lemon wedge. How do no, this? Oh. But this is this is this is the thing, and, and and we have to. I ask myself this. I'm like, why is Trump letting this go? Like it, it's two well, things. I don't see what he can do, really. I mean. 
Well, no, th- there is things he can do. There is a point where, the, it, dude, their government is failing them. Yeah, but until somebody like until like, and we were talking about this kind of earlier off mic is like, until like it gets to the point where something actually bad happens, which I feels like the pot is going to before the election, the pot will boil over because it's going to be forced to. They're going to keep turning the heat up on this until somebody. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. It's getting a little squirrely well, out there. What? What? Like what? Do we have to have a massacre of people? Or somebody gets, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna get fucking killed. Like you were talking about earlier, you were saying like this is gonna be like turn into like a real lynch mob. It's gonna get nuts. No, they're gonna fucking hang someone from the gallows. You dude, they were walking down the street with a guillotine. With a guillotine, I know. I know it's a little, you know, it's a little fabulous. It's a little theatrical. Yeah, you know? it's a little bit of fab being fabulous there. But I'm sitting here going, dude, what is going on right now? And th- and it's not that small of a number though. Just like we've talked about before, dude, only like fucking 5% of the people fought in the American Revolution against the fucking... Mm -hmm. It doesn't take that many. We're talking 5% of the United States. What is that? They're thinking it's upwards 5 to 8% are are considered on the far left now. That could be or eventually uh, radicalized to the point, and you're seeing it spread. Portland is the fucking tip of the spear as what we're seeing as far as propaganda uh, goes. Propaganda. It's a meme virus. And it gets into the the heads of like a well-meaning person, and like I said, they think they're part of a movement, an important moment of history, and they kind of lose their ability to rationally think about these things and actually be self-aware of what they're doing. It just becomes mob mentality when you go down there and you get into these groups and they're all chanting and they're all throwing up the same kind of almost like religious symbols now. No, it's just like it's just like, dude, that symbol. Like that's why I shared those two oh, pictures. The well, like they're sitting. It, no, it's social indoctrination. This is just like one oh, of the 100%. first steps. Well, this was the thing that happened a few months ago with people that were out in like uh, mostly all white neighborhoods, <laughs> washing the feet of black people and yeah. reciting a chant like they were reciting a prayer. Like we grew up Catholic. Yeah. We've been in tons of churches. We know what like the call and response type prayer stuff is. They're doing that shit, and you're like, "What is going on? Like this is crazy. Like this it's is the, getting over the top." But now it's now it's not. And now it's demanding. It's more. It's like this is. It's escalating to like a demand now. No, you it is. Must, you like must before, confirm. Before it was a little. Yeah, it was contentious, but there was some barrier of like sense of reality still. Like a little bit. Like there was. It's. It's definitely that, that. That veil has been dropped, and now it's just like if you don't fucking comply, if you don't conform, we will attack you. We will fucking go after you. And now, like the most horrifying, honestly, thing about all of this is they will not let the press in basically even if it's like citizens that are just filming they're like stop filming as they're beating a guy they're yeah. beating him yeah. no one film no one film please stop which like is, no no don't do that which and you're means like that they're completely aware of what they're, they're doing they're complicit they're complicit it's which and is makes accepting it, more, it makes it way more disturbing cuz it's like premeditated at this point uh, it, and it, it, well it's yeah, yeah but like the precon- precondition is that you are going to be violent like I'll show you something. I want to read you guys something my buddy fucking shared earlier. This, uh, no offense, dude. I love you, man, but you're fucking being ignorant. And I don't even know if I want to get into it with them. No, 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 but we can read it out. Huh? No names, but we can read it out. No, I'm, not, I'm not gonna read it out. But like, like literally, this is communist propaganda, dude. This is communist. Dear white people, in parentheses, not the allies. <laughs> Like, right there, communist fucking propaganda. Y'all pointing out Jacob Blake's faults are exactly why we've been raising hell. 
He was shot unarmed in the back seven times in front of his kids, which we're getting now. They're trying to bring up his kids like that's important. Like it doesn't have anything to do with the fucking act of being shot. It has nothing to do with it. This is emotional. It's to make you feel sympathy. Whatever his past was had nothing to do with him getting shot in the back. Fuck you if you have a problem with this, this statement. It goes to show that no matter how we fight, plead, scream, or yell, there should be a comma here, y'all are going to be the exact people your ancestors were and currently are. We do. Why do we have to show you that there is a problem within our society when it comes to black men and people of color? We no, long, no longer are it's supposed to be longer. We are no longer asking for your help. We demand it. You will no longer control the narrative when it comes to our black lives. We won't allow it. Sincerely, my dangerous ass, LOL. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, this is literally communist, it's communist propaganda. Well, it's just it, also all the, um, the um, implicit threats that are in, embedded in that. Um, but like people are carrying this without even really fucking thinking about it. And they're no, going, it's, you know what it is? It's about virtue and sin. He is virtue signaling in the most like he is he is African American. So and like people, I can there, and, and people want to like, oh, he's speaking truth to power, and if I share this, I am now a virtuous person. I'm a good one. Well, no, it's just like No, because like when we talked about it, we talked about it, me and my friend, and he's like, I agree with the riots. I'm like, dude. Dude, you're making it like really hard right now for me to understand where you're coming from because that just makes no that's not logical. It makes no sense. Yeah. You know, how can well I think you know that's the only way shit changes. I'm like, uh it, it it's a way. It's a way. But it's not the only way. And it honestly also you're talking careful what you wish for. <laughs> well it's just goes it's like it's like what was it? I think you posted that thing earlier. It was pretty funny when there was a thing of Sean King. And you're like, who is this white guy? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> time before we come on Sean King for not being black enough. Oh, they already, a lot of people do, yeah. Yeah, but not in the greater cultural significance. He's still considered no. African American. I mean, I'm still, I'm still out there, you know, shouting the proud words of Talcum X, but, you know. Well, well he's, a gri- he's just a piece of shit. He's a grifter. And now he's also openly calling for violence. Because uh, he says this is the way it's got to be. Because people don't listen, even though, and you know, and it sucks that we have people have to get into these really dumb debates, or not even dumb, but just the minutia of it. Like, listen, guys, this is a statistically, we're not talking about like mass death. We're not. It's is it? Do bad things happen? Of course they do. Like, I don't think anybody would argue with that. I don't even think people would argue with the fact that like. Do black people sometimes get the raw deal? For sure. I don't think anybody would argue with that. We is have it, there's data even, to prove it. There's there data even, to prove it. Is there even more likely that as a black person you might get fucked in certain areas? Absolutely, for sure. 100%, yeah. And I'm like, listen, I'm not saying we don't have problems. It's not the system. It's the people within the system. We need to get these people that are not good at their jobs that make these fuck like, you know what? Like I watched the Jacob thing. The Jacob uh Blake Blake, Jacob Blake video first, and it was a little shocking. It's shocking the first time you watch it. You're like, oh, shit. Like, they just really fucking drilled this guy right in front of his kids. Yeah. You know, like, and we'll, like we'll let you later find out his kids are in the car. But, like, I'm like, and, and it's become so polarizing to even say this guy is not a good person. 
Like it does. I'm not saying well, he deserves to die. That doesn't change, but it but it gives context to why the cops were there and maybe why they treated well, him. Well, it, 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 it's not even they didn't treat him. And and now the lies are coming out saying that he was protecting people. I know. Was, I know. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm like, one. Where I have not like this? <laughs> this is just like the Michael Brown fucking case. He has his hands up on his knees, saying, "Please don't shoot." And then he gets fucking blasted, which all we know is a fucking lie, yeah, which is we, the, where Black Lives Matter was born out of a fucking lie. And it's been yeah. over a billion dollars invested into a for-profit organization. They've donated to Democratic campaigns. Like, they're fucking crazy people. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, dude, how do I, as a person, go to my friend who's African-American that's all in their fucking feelings? They're all in their fucking feelings. They're not thinking rationally. Because my buddy goes, like, you don't know what it's like. Because he grew up in Chicago. He's like, you don't know what it was like to grow up in Chicago as a young black kid and being, like, accosted by the cops. I'm like, you know what, dude? You're right. I don't. But your past doesn't define your future. Well, like it's right but, at, it, in that sense. Well, this like, I mean, this is to take that on. I mean, this is how people. But this is how people live their lives, and they make their uh, decisions, and the way they feel about things is based on like how they're treated by a certain whatever. So if you have, <laughs> if you have, it. if you have overwhelmingly bad experiences with the police, you just anecdotally to okay. yourself, so, you're going to have a negative view of okay, the police. Okay, well then you go, okay, why? You know, because the problem is this. Why did you have negative interactions with the police? What were you doing? Who well, are you hanging yeah, out that's, with? That's Where did you live? These things matter. It's not, it's nuanced. Sure, it's not course, of cut course. and dry. Of course, it's nuanced, but oftentimes, you know, people don't always look at that, and they don't always consider those things when it becomes an emotional response. They're about, not. They're not critical but also, thinkers. But also, but all well, because a lot of times when people's emotions are heightened, they're not being rational. But enough time has gone by. But it doesn't to fucking mean, look at what happened to George Floyd, and then they we know for a fact that he died from fentanyl overdose. Now the now, coroner yeah. report, the coroner yeah. report came out. Right. How long they've been sitting on that, Sean? Oh, just when had they release it? Guess what? They release it right when another fucking shooting happens and riots are going on. Oh, that's fucking convenient. Hey, no, this is the perfect time. This is no one's gonna. Uh, there's obviously somebody there, failing to do their job. I, no, I don't it's know. It's selective. No, or even, well, I mean, fail, the fail. Failing, there needs to be an attempt, Sean. To so fail, there needs to be an attempt. No, they're failing. It's just to not execute on what they're supposed to do. I mean, they they just not doing what they're supposed to be doing and i don't i don't understand what the aims what the aim is like what is the point of that what to is the reelected to keep going to keep driving money into these fucking systems to make yeah but how, how like i mean people, people are waking up i mean like i think of anything even if you say like the george floyd thing was more of uh was actually like what people think it is right i mean that red pilled a lot of people in these places to be like yo dude these are all these democratically run in hell holes like look what the fuck's this is a democratic police department like well, do you they know don't... what the left is doing now on twitter did you see what no. they're doing i don't know i used to be i used to i used to be a, a democrat and then once i went to the black lives matter riots i realized like how bad it is and they were just trolling a bunch of right wing people because people because the right side the right wing are so supportive they started following them and like one dude got a blue check mark <laughs> until he got exposed and like, dude, like he he was crazy because the right is yearning for diversity. Uh, like, yeah, they yeah. really want diversity. They're like, oh, thank God, we got another one, boys. It's because like, they become become the mainstream 
right is now libertarian, basically, or is more leans toward libertarian, and that is no, a we're Americans, and they're communists. <laughs> That's what it is. Some people are communists, and yeah, for sure. I think I don't. I think a lot of this is just political motivation. It's just political expediency, and they are. How can they? Think but they're they're willing the election, bro. I don't know. I don't even know if they want to win. Not to mention, point. can we please talk about the Showtime movie, The Comey Files, or whatever the fuck is the X? Like, uh, dude, that would be great. Dude, Honor, do like, the X, do the X Files, but with just James Comey and and Andrew Strzok, and McCabe, and like they're just like fucking going around trying to prove like the Russian narrative. That would be a great skit, by the way. The Comey files. Uh, if anyone wants to go out there and do it, just credit Zoobox so uh, yeah, that we get a little bit uh, of acknowledgement. Trademark this idea. <laughs> it's called but like, but like, just, like I watched that and I was like, they, this, which I have to understand the context. It's probably been in the work for two years. Making a film can take a long time. To whenever get the whenever the book came out, so probably since the book came out. But you're like, it does not like what? How can they honest? I mean, it's art. I don't want to. Do, I'm not. I'm not going to. I, I no, will you're, watch. You're, you're free to do it. They're free to do it. Obviously. But it's just like the propaganda machine, dude. Oh, it's so disgusting. It's like when I watch late night TV. I'm like, oh. it's like, how are you not disgusted with yourself? You're a propaganda. They're all pedophiles. You what? Did you finish? <laughs> yes, did you I finish will. it? All right, hold on. Let's table that. We'll talk about that at the end. We always got to talk about pedophiles. Got it. I mean, we got it. Listen, we're. We, it's we not my fault that it's a world issue. <laughs> We have a very strong anti-fucking-kids policy on this podcast. Yeah, very strong. Very strong. We come out with Anti-fucking-kids, not, not the other way. No, we're not, yeah. we're not, we don't, we're not into pizza parties. Dude, dude, this shit fucking terrifies me watching that shit. I literally can't take my eyes off the screen. Like, it's <laughs> right, so scary. Right, hold, on. hold on, we're going to talk about that. But what okay. I'm saying is, like, all of entertainment has become a propaganda arm of, like, of left-wing establishment it's very strange it's very like it's gross like you know this guy was his name paul joseph watson he used to work for Infowars, and people used to flame him and goof on him because he said it. he's like you know conservatism is the new punk rock and he's right because all that means is that it is anti-establishment dude it, that's that's funny. the truest shit ever dude no because it it is the counterculture now like to be a conservative out in the open is counterculture. And I'm not saying whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that's just literally what it is. Like, you can't have control of the entire, like, popular sphere and, and still call yourself, like, subversive punk rockers. You're not anymore. Well, it's, a, it's, literally, it's literally like we are the modern day... Uh, the modern day rock and rollers of our time like we really know how to fucking get down we know how to have fun we we know what funny is like we're not oversensitized like how the back in the day the right-wing christians in yeah, the 60s yeah. 70s with rock and roll and you know in the 50s 60s and 70s and over sexualization of things and yada yada you know like censorship uh of art and all this shit like even d snyder had to get up there and fucking you know speak a little bit to congress you know they're desperate if they want to talk to d snyder okay if twisted sister um, but he's a smart guy, actually. If you listen to him speak, uh, he's an asshole, but he's a smart guy. Oh, I like these later. Yeah, like stuck. when you go watch, like the con. I watched this thing speaking to Congress with this fucking awesome. Yeah, because he was talking about censorship, and they were trying yeah. to censor their art. It's against the law. So, it's like, dude, dude, literally, it's flipped, man. That's how crazy this is. It has like, flipped. It's literally 
you want to talk about the great switch? Here it is. <laughs> but this is what people were people have been talking. This has been going on culturally since like 2012, and it started in the weirdest place. It started in like video games and comic books, and then has spiraled out. Like uh, these Puritans, these new prudes, these new Puritans, this new religion. Um, it's really weird. It's weird to see it just come into the mainstream in this really aggressive way, and that people are just a- adopting it. It makes me. I guess understand how it happened on the other side as well, well it's it's about, because it's about making yourself feel good. It's about well, I know we already know how it happened. We know how it happened. Well, I'm a virtuous person, and that's well. And they became they became establishment though, so it's the same thing. Yeah. We're going to see this happen every thirty, forty, fifty years probably, where like the left became the establishment because they were the funny ones for so long, and they were the ones that controlled everything, Hollywood and all this stuff. And no one really like could speak out and be conservative. We just have to make sure that the conservative mindset doesn't turn into that. I still want liberal people. I yep. want these people to talk about race issues and systemic racism if that's what they believe, but in a peaceful manner. But I think that's, that's just, like when you're in control of those things, it's almost an inevitability. So as soon as you grasp, like you said, it'll be on a cycle of like every forty years, every couple. Yeah. Generation and, and then half. I'll become a Democrat. I'll gladly become a Democrat later in life. So just, guess what? Just, I ain't never leaving Donnie. Just yeah, rock it. You just gotta rock it independent. Did you watch? Did you watch her speech, Melania? No, I did, I couldn't watch. See, it. dude, this is why, dude. You're not an American man. I literally I, stood up I, tonight. I, I stood up in my home alone for the national anthem and for the goddamn. I put my hand over my heart, dude, and I, I fucking to. said the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm serious, man. Like you gotta start getting your kid to do that every day, dude. Pledge of Allegiance. Make them love America. Unless if we become a communist dictatorship, then we can stop. But Yeah, see, we're teetering on the edge, Dan. Yeah, yeah, not yet. But, like, dude, it's seriously, like, instill love of country. Instill, I, like, pride. I, I don't know why it's a controversial thing to want the country you live in to do well and succeed. Like, I don't. No, because no, this is the problem with the left. They don't, they don't think we can do well or that we're not doing well because everyone's not in the same playing field because they want equity. They don't want equality. They want equity. And literally the governor of fucking Wisconsin talking about we need to fucking stand up and make sure that we fight for equal rights and equity within our culture and society. You're a fucking cuck. You're a bitch. You're a pussy. You only want to fucking call like so they the police asked for 750 guard members to come in. And he's like, uh, I'll send you 250. Fuck you. OK, cool, dude. Thanks for one third. David Nunes, motherfucking boss-ass motherfucker in the goddamn House of Representatives on the goddamn whatever Judiciary Committee, uh, in the minority ranking member, and he's like, I'll send you 500. Like, let's go. <laughs> and they wouldn't take it. And like now, we're, I don't know. I sent you the live stream. I, don't, I haven't watched it, but they cleared the park and everything. And honestly, dude, like, people are gonna die. If people don't think people... <laughs> no, like, dude, it's. Uh, I, I have said. No, this I don't. Disagree. I don't disagree. Th- this uh, is the first. The first George Floyd protest was phase one of their fucking plan. They were waiting for a moment, and then they went in. They tested all the cities that wouldn't stop them. Oh, maybe. And then, like, look at Portland. They never stopped. They were never forced to stop. The police never came in. They never laid down the fucking law. The Seattle police chief had to say, "I fucking quit." She's like, I'm done. 
32 years working at that police department. First African-American female pushed up by a white fucking liberal. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's because they don't care. It's not, they actually, you know, they actually, when you get into the intellectual stuff, they actually believe in like kind of what Joe Biden said. It's like, if you don't, if you don't follow me, if you don't vote Democrat is the way he put it. Uh, then you're not black because they look at it as more than actually a literal thing. They look at it as like a state of mind, an ideological position. And because, you know, when Joe Biden said that, and I think we've talked about this on the regular podcast, was that like he, people, black intellectuals literally came out and defended those statements saying like, well, technically, you're yeah, not I know. black. You're not politically black. That's how you're disgusting. like, what the fuck is going if, on here? If Donnie, if Donnie would have fucking said that shit, it would have been like, can you believe our president? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he asked the Chinese woman that he didn't know was Chinese whether or not she thought, like, where the virus came from, and they oh, called him a racist. Yeah, that was like, he was like, well, where do you think it, like, where do you think it came from, Marty Pants or something? And she's like, why did you say that to me? Is it because why? I'm an Asian? Yeah, and he's like, uh, uh, no. Like, it's just like, come on, bro. I'm just living my life up here, and you're just shitting on me. He's like, I love those lady boys. Don't you ever yeah. say I don't. Donald probably fucked one or two in his day, but God bless him for doing it. Hey, you know? it's, it's the most American thing you can do, really. Dude, I mean, if you're going to be when in Rome, listen, you went in when in Bangkok. Did did you read? Did you actually read the platform, the new platform they put out for the RNC? No, I haven't. I haven't yet. No. Oh my God, what do you do all day? I have a fucking three-year-old kid. That me. You were playing fucking Just Cause or whatever. You got no. time. I don't play just cause. What are you crazy? That fucking bear game you with the bear floating. I saw that shit. <laughs> oh, it's I've been I've been replaying Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, okay, so there the you Phantom go. Pain. I was falling out of bear. Yeah, you, you have enough time to read the RNC. No, but it's a pretty good dude. Anti-war. You know, free speech. Uh, know, getting us. Tim Pool was like stuff. basically creaming. He's like, I am full on Trump now, and he started coming. No, he was literally like, well, like, how do you disagree with this shit? Like, fucking, let's take care of America. Bring a million jobs back from China. Not to mention, Byline. Go to bylinenews.com or byline.com. Put all this excellent article. I shared it on my Twitter at Deekster2. Um, <laughs> all day. But there is... No, but dude, they're actually a Uyghur... Uh, I guess mm. it's like a... Dude, they're, they're suspecting that it's literally like, like 50 times, 10 times, 100 times worse than what they think. Well, they're, they're, they're thinking that they're literally going to genocide them, and then they're going to keep like a third of them alive for a workforce, yep. and then what, a third of them alive for to uh, show, for show. And then a third, well, no, no. So, like, uh, as far, how I took it is that they've killed a third already. Oh, they've already, they, that's they, what those trains were about. No, 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 no. That, it was Chinese propaganda they put out to make it look like there's more alive than there was actually is. Like, ah. right, like that's what the, because the guy, the Uyghur it's, is the sneaky Chinese. Came to the United States. He's like, they do that all the time. So it's misinformation to make you, oh my God. Well, that makes but, sense, right? They, they have their own there. fake shitty drone footage to put out to be like, oh, look, they're alive. Yeah, yeah we're cutting that's their fucking, hair. That's dark as fuck. But he's saying, he's saying, like, dude, their organs, like, they're not even, like, doping them oh, up. Oh, that's what it was. Just, harvesting organs was the dude, third Dude, they're thing. literally just cutting them open. They're tying them down and just cutting them open alive. And yeah. just pulling their their stuff out. Testing biological weapons on them. Yeah. Testing the corona vaccine on them. You're like, what 
the month and then they're keep what they're doing though this is how smart the chinese are you might fucking think they're monsters but they're smart monsters which is usually how they stick around for so long but what they did is they're keeping all the uyghurs that have family members outside of the chinese country like they live all over the world and they're keeping them alive and they're not mis like and they're not cutting their hair they're treating them like well, well and just keeping them in the education camps so that the outside world doesn't know yeah so, so if you don't have family that lives yeah they're just there to like keep up appearances they're show pony you know? baby like and that's the type he's saying this 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 particular uyghur guy he worked for nasa i guess he's he's probably pretty smart yeah he's i trying. saw i saw that what you were talking but, about but he was going um He's like, this is probably, there's probably more people. It's already worse than what happened in the Holocaust. Well, in terms of the numbers of deaths, possibly. It's possible, yeah. It's, and we dude, got, it's, and it's we got fucking, fucking Nike, time, Apple, and all these fucking companies over there, these fucking cocksuckers, dude. That I'm come over here and lecture us about... About Black the, Lives Matter? Or, or just fucking scum. Or about Fuck everything, you, Dan. Dude, I've been tagging LeBron all Oh, day. yeah. I, I tag LeBron and shit. All, whenever I see something about the Uyghurs, I like to tag Mark Cuban and LeBron. And I always try to be like, I know that you like to speak truth to power. I thought this is my, something you might find interesting, maybe concerning. This is a human rights violation. You're obviously outspoken on oh, these issues. I'm Mark you could Cuban, really... and, I, and I, can't, I can't talk on... Chi I'm not going to talk on Chinese issues. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah, going to talk on yeah, Chinese exactly. stuff because it's not my country. i got to worry about America. You know what, dude? You sound like a fucking nationalist. Are you racist? <laughs> racist Mark? Are you doing a Robert De Niro impression? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I got. A, I got the. I got the Adam Crickler beanie. I got the, you know. I got uh -huh. the fucking Adam. Go to Adam Cast IRL. Go check I'm him out. It's fun. Listen, guys, the quality's falling off. Just like distinguished uh, or designated uh, survivor. Okay, I'm a little disappointed. It's hard to get through these episodes, but I'm gonna power through for the sake of finishing. It is rough, but dude, I'm gonna tell you right now that first season worth watching. The of first what? season is actually designated. Uh, who, who are we talking about? Designated survivor. Oh, okay, I thought we were talking about Adam Krigler. Yeah, um, what I said, like he being on Timcast IRL was like the, the first season of Designated Survivor, um, and it's not that he's bad. I like Adam. I do like his stuff. But if Tim's on, I'm watching him. Like Tim is what where I was born from. You know, like you just gotta go traitor. back. Traitor. Yeah, and like, dude, you should see the the vitriol. On Adam Cass, like, because he has his own, uh, like, YouTube page or Facebook page. Oh, yeah, I gotta find this. And yeah. I have, I can send you the link. I'm, I'm involved. I'm in deeply involved. <laughs> and, like, they, uh, but, like, I started doing, there was, like, 50 <laughs> members. I was the first, like, one of the first hundred people you're in founder. that page. Yeah, you're Boom. Founder. Like, jumped in there. And, uh, everyone is like, dude, literally, it's a hate campaign against Tim. So you'll probably love it. Yeah. They'll just be in there hating on him. Like, literally, people have to be posted, like, listen, guys, we gotta stop spamming Tim. Like, it's fucking with Adam. Adam's asking us to stop. Like, he's our little cult leader, you know? That's well, because they live in the same house. So uh, Tim's probably like, yeah, Adam, why are they telling me no beanie, no peace? Dude, one of my friends loves Adam. Because, like, and he loves him. Like, he's a good friend of mine. What up, up? But, like, uh, no. Anyway. Um, <laughs> get the reference? Does anyone get the reference? I think so. Okay. No. No. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, uh, but uh, Caesar, you know, oddly, he is built like a gorilla. Uh, 
He is fucking dude. This dude is fucking huge. He's just a man. You know, you see a dude, you're like, that's a fucking man. He kind of looks like like a like a Cuban serial killer. Like he like is a dude that would work for the mafia boss. You know, like he'd be standing next to him, just built like a brick shit house, and you're like, I don't want to fuck with this guy. You know, but um, he he was on Tim Cast like fucking sh- no out of no peace no out, like for like he did he said he said he sent like probably over two hundred. Sat there for an hour, just sending no Adam, no peace. No Adam, yeah. no peace. Well, you know, you gotta He's do, like, you gotta do P, it. P, control P, control P, enter, control P, enter, control P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want, I never have commented on it because I don't you think either. it's like I I'm get a lurker. It. And, the, and the shit's like, if you're not super chatting, what's even the point? Yeah, you can't I, have a conversation with people. I in there. thought about super chatting and trying to plug the cast, you yeah. know, he won't do it. No, he will, he will, he will. He's done it before. I've seen him. Well, then I guess we got to try. He goes like, hey, like, check out this. Inst-. He's like, hey, can you just shout out my Instagram? I really love you guys. Thanks for all you do. Spin the UFO. Also, shout out my oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when Adam was running the show. Now Tim is like. No, I, I just thought, dude, Sean, I don't. I watch him every night. Okay. All right. I won't. I won't. He count. actually has Sean Purnell on tonight, which I'm really excited to listen to as I go to bed tonight. Um, he's running for Congress uh, in Philly, mm-hmm. I think, or Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh. And. Uh, it, dude, like, just like this is a thing, dude. I do. And one of the things that uh, no, sorry, just like start. Sorry to sidestep a little bit, but going back to the Trump's campaign, prior the R, the platform for the RNC this year, Trump wants to do congressional term limits. Mm-hmm. And I'm like sitting there. I'm like, okay. Booyakasha. No, but there's a problem. Why? There is a problem. Because they're just gonna start fucking factories, like of like fucking like elitist. No, like seriously, just like they did with the system. In the front, they're like, "All right, Bill, you're going up next. You're a Democrat. We'll teach what you say. Oh. How do what to do? Yeah, be yeah. A farm. You'll be like, you'll be like farmer. Like, it's just a farming. possibility. But also in the midst of that, because you could say that's already a thing. You could say that's already a thing. Kind of people have mentorships, mentorships rather, and they kind of pick their to, successors. That is the swamp. That's just that's the deep state, though. But in the midst of that, Dan, there is a chance to get somebody in there. They're now the uh, at least the possibility. Okay, there. okay, you're right. You're right. And like someone anti-establishment could come. So through. I mean, the the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to get somebody in there that's exactly like the last guy. It's like, oh, okay, well. But like, but, I just don't. I don't. I don't want to lose someone like Matt Gates. I enjoy it, but that doesn't mean he can't be a political fighter still in certain ways. Go be a mayor of a town or have his own show on Fox. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he could be the new Tuck. Ah, no one can replace Tuck. Who am I talking? Um. Hold but on, I'm gonna, like because you said that, I got to give you the tuck face. The tuck face. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty how my good. dad used to look at me you when know. I would ask for something and he thought was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I see tuck, tuck. You want? Home, you want? You want food? What? My friend. You uh, want love and affection. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Our friend, uh, friend of the show, Big Paul, he would always he remark about that about our dad. He'd be like, he'd do this, uh, look at you the like you have tilt. the head tilt, like you got four heads thing. Mm-hmm. And then he would be like, hmm, and then mm. kind of do like a little thing. Yeah, our dad's dead. Update. Yeah. Um, fuck him. Uh, but there's, I love my dad, but like there's, there's something that is just to be said here is that we're in some fucking strange times. But it's honestly, dude, honestly, the hypocrisy that I see. From the mainstream establishment, from everything, like I, I don't know how people can rationally look at what's going on 
still try to explain it away. I don't. I don't think they can, Dan. I think like people. This is like a grand gaslighting because of the election. It's because it is this way because of the election season, and because Trump is such an affront to their to their sensibilities, and also the media hate him because he basically showed that they're not kingmakers anymore, and that they don't. They do not like that. You know, that's just the thing. They don't fucking like it. I will say this though, like you said, we've been living in strange, weird times. Um, there's this dude on YouTube called Mouthy Buddha. Oh I, yeah. I can't, now I cannot speak to this person. I don't know much about this person outside no, dude, of Sean, you know what, you know what we were talking earlier? What? I looked up. I looked up the JB thing. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. I don't know how. Like we might do. Should we spoil? Are we gonna spoil? Yeah. Okay, we'll spoil. So there's wait, a Justin wait, wait. Bieber part. Yeah. Uh, there's just a part about Justin Bieber. I know, but what are we talking about? We are talking about there is a YouTube video series called Sh- Pizza. Uh, what is it? Shadowgate? No. Pizzagate. Oh, oh, Pedogate. Pedogate. Pedogate Twenty Twenty. Which is about Pizzagate, kind of. It's about. It's got connections to Pizzagate, Hollywood, Instagram influencers, all the sort of weird things. Uh, the Vatican goes very deep, but it's all but about. That's verified. Like, that's fucking verified. Okay. That's for sure. But what the? Doc- I'll, be, I'll just keep talking. I'll, I gotta go grab some. But the documentary is essentially about is about kind of showing this kind of seedy secret underworld of elites and uh, child sex trafficking stuff, or at least things that look like it is. Now he doesn't make any definitive claims. I don't think he's out there saying like, "Oh, this is exactly what it is." But he's like, "Hey, hey, these these parallels are weird. Uh, how can there yeah, be this much?" He never makes outright claims. Yeah, so I just said. And he says that these parallels are weird, and they're worth looking at, even if they're nothing. They're worth looking at, because yeah. how, can, how can this many things line up? So they recently dropped, just the other day, was part three of Pedogate 2020. Hey, don't say part, other day. I was on top of that shit. I know Mouthy Buddha. I'm on his fucking everything. It's on the 24th it came out. No, um, that's why. Now, why did I get the notification today? It's on the 24th on the video. Why did uh, I get no? That's weird. Why did I get a delayed notifications? This, this, this is besides the point. No, there's a conspiracy theory. Shadow banning him. Um. Anyways, I've known about Mouthy Buddha for a long time. I don't. Really I've known do. about a little bit longer. I did I, show him, but I think uh, he's. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Actually, I've known about him since 2015. You, you, you've probably known about it, yeah for a long uh, he, time. I think he was kind of an alt right guy for a while. And then got himself out of it, and is now more like a libertarian centrist well, like, person. He was against porn and stuff, or like he did that porn one I watched years ago, which is like how porn porn is poison for men. And which he's he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Not completely wrong. I'm depressed as hell. I watch porn all the time. <laughs> there you go, proof. Um, he does his videos about UFOs, conspiracy theories, uh, subcultures. Anyways, he's a very good editor. Very slick. These these documentaries are very very slick. Dude, they're like professional. Very well, made, very well made. Like this is better than anything you'd see on Discovery or something. More engaging, yeah. interesting. Dude, he sh- zooms, somebody should zoom. Somebody should zoom out. And all the, the you hear the computer like like all yeah. the. And he's got, like a, he's got a great like narrator a, voice. He's got oh, a great dude. Voice. He's like a but like you really get the sense of like. I like it because you really get the sense of discovery when you watch his stuff. Like, there's yes. a real sense of like, I want to watch this. Like, I really want to know. And his narration is like a performance, and it's good. He's giving you sort of like his own personal. But does that make you suspicious? His, his edit- make you suspicious? No, not necessarily. I think his editorializing is actually in the tone of his voice. It's not the information he gives you. 
um, which is just something that he's doing to make you feel emotionally connected because he is just as grossed out and shocked as you know that uh, audience. How can, how can you look at that shit and not be like? So what? if anybody wants to know, like we're going to just kind of talk openly about some of the stuff in these mini documentaries. So if you want to go, I'll try to remember to leave a link in the description to the Monthly Buddhist page. Go check these out because they get taken down. I believe actually part one is not even on YouTube anymore. Yeah, it got pulled because, well, I think he re-uploaded it without, like, because he named people or something in the first one. And then yeah. it got copyright, which is just like, come on, man. Oh, yeah, it's it's very specious. He's on BitChute. I bet it's I bet it's on fucking BitChute. It is on BitChute. It is. Why? I bet the actual real one is. Um, I, like I said, I cannot speak to the, I don't like, so if this dude ends up being like a Nazi or something, I don't fucking know. I don't think he well, is. Honestly, if he's a Nazi, he's speaking truth. Like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Like, like if, if it's like, like well, okay. I, I don't, we're not, we're not, can't say speaking truth. I think he's speaking to something weird. It's, and something it's, it's relative. It's, it's like the, the things he's talking about are not like, it's almost it's and it's and you could be right. It is because he's a very good editor, but it's almost like how is this possible to be this many things that are this similar within this many different places with this these people who have and, well some see, of them are convicted sex offenders and like, oh, like well, th for that kind of stuff. There's a there's a kind of a cabal in Hollywood that they kind of like it's almost like pedophile priests. They kind of just help each other out, hire each other. I mean the amount of. The yeah. amount of like convicted sex or, or convicted pedophiles, people that have assaulted children, uh, that Disney or Nickelodeon hires will bother you. It's weird. Brian Singer is connected to all these people as well. By the way, they didn't. Oh. He doesn't bring that up, but he's actually friends with the Nickelodeon guy, um, and he's on the commentary for X Men, the original X Men. That dude is, and he's not in the movie. Or he's in the movie in a small cameo, but he's on the commentary. It's really like, weird. The, 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 Anyways. It, it makes me upset. I, I'm like mad. Like I get it's, mad. Oh, it's, it's incredibly upsetting. And But the thing is that what he does is he looks for patterns in the uses of basically of symbols. Things that we actually know that the FBI has documented for like these man, uh, boy love associations. And child lover, boy child lover, lover, boy lovers. Lover. Uh, the kind of I guess you could say kind of like code words and like kind of being able to pick up all this stuff and being able to uh, correlate it to other things. Um, and, and, and he gone, he went down a weird rabbit hole. Part two is even probably even more shocking than part three because part two he finds basically uh, oh yeah the internet the Russian through the Russian web links and everything. Oh, he finds low key child pornography embedded in actual. Uh, clothing websites, clothing for adults and children that you can only find through like image searches, but they're actually on the website. They're hidden in the website. So you actually have to know to be able to type very specific words to be able to find it. So there's this whole weird subculture that's going on right underneath everybody's the surface. And it's involves some of some celebrities, whether they know it or not, they're engaging in this stuff. Same thing goes all the way up to the Vatican. Like the Pope is wearing Tom Hanks, <laughs> Tom Hanks in Greece. What was it like the fucking sandal or something? Like, you remember oh my that? God. Yeah, that? But it's this is the problem though. Okay. And I've said that Dan and I have we talked about this privately, but like these things, there are so many conspiracy videos out there. There's a lot of talented editors out there, right? And a lot of them are on YouTube. Not maybe not so much anymore because they've all been moved, but uh in a vacuum, a lot of that stuff seems very convincing. But, we but could, you could go for the craziest shit. You could talk about be talking about interdimensional pedophile demons. Somebody could make a documentary, 
and by selectively choosing what they do and do not show you, yeah, uh, they can make an argument. And what's I don't that, know what's that fucking me. dude's name, the the fucking flat Earth guy that Eddie Bravo had on. Ubay, the guy that Hitler, <laughs> Hitler, Hitler actually wasn't a bad guy. He made a fucking five hour documentary about why Hitler was actually a good guy. That's um, almost impressive. You I know, don't know like, if he made an argument in that documentary, but he definitely made an argument. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but like, but the thing is this: like, so when I when you watch like the escalation from one like Pedogate one, two, and three, you're seeing him refining his technique so that the videos can't be removed. Like you're seeing like I there is blur faces, blur names. Well yeah, like you're actually seeing that he wants the information to get out there and he's giving you enough evidence to, for you to easily go research this shit. Who owns the comet bar in uh in DC? And it's like, okay, like we go to, to the WikiLeaks with John Podesta and his brother, which has like all that weird art, which art is art. It's subjective. I get it, but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I just, um, it, it, it's, I don't know, man. Like, and this is the problem, though. Like, I, how, like, I was telling my buddy earlier. I sent the video. He's like, dude, come on. That's the only reason. He's like, dude, come on. I'm like, dude. My only problem is this. I can't trust the fucking media. I can't trust them. I have no reason to trust them. I am literally watching people set a city on fucking fire. I've seen video evidence of a fucking reporter in front of a burning building said the, pe the these have been mostly protests. It is objectively abhorrent. They're not being honest. How and like and then fucking what's his fucking name? Uh, the fucking gay bald guy on CNN. Um, Brian Seltzer. He's, Sel not, he's not actually gay, but yeah. I thought he was. I really no. thought he was. No, are you Anderson Cooper? No, I know Anderson. I thought Brian Stelter was actually. I, I no, actually, he's just he's just a soft boy. That's all. It's <laughs> a little punch. Um, but like he he was on there talking to Cuomo the other day, talking about how dangerous YouTube is. Yes, yeah, because they're not going to the information not, from them. I, like you know, like sort like they don't have to be very. And I'm like, yo, that's so dangerous what they're talking about. And we're seeing it through the adpocalypse where they're removing content to fucking keep advertisers on there. And you're and same thing with Twitter and all this fucking shit. And you're like, dude, dude, you know you can block ads on Twitter. You know, I block every ad. I just try. I'm. I know there's a billion on there, but I'm trying to block every single one. I think I, I just have, I have ad blockers, so I don't see very many of them. But like I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, like I, I, like, how would I like lit when Mouthy Buddha, who is obviously a very talented, talented guy, and we know that the pedophile stuff is big, but he's one of the founders of the big. He was the one of the bigger ones to actually talk about it two years ago with pedo. Well, he's been talking about this kind of stuff for a while. Like this is not new to him. It's like Sean Atwood having fucking police officers that actually worked. Like Sean Atwood's not crazy. I don't give a fuck what anyone said. Like he may be a little oh, eccentric. Uh, I, yeah, he, he he entertains very eccentric ideas. I'm not gonna lie. But that's fine. But that's the fine. Yeah. He's not even agreeing with them. But like he's a good interviewer for the most part. I would say. Well, I mean, he's kind of like he's <laughs> he's got the most like fucking one note personality where it's just like there is no deviation. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell me? Wow, so you were molested by Satanists? Yeah, uh, he's like, so Cassandra, tell me about <laughs> what it was like. She tried to kill herself and jump out my window. It was very intense. Yeah, well, I mean, like, and I and I'm sitting there, and 
But like, there is a reason why this is like, within the cultural lexicon right now, and then and, and like, there has to be something deeper here. I do believe that human beings have some sort of meditative frequency that we're just unconsciously ability to pick up on certain things. And I'm just saying, like, our society is picking up on certain things right now. That there is an evil within our government. We can't trust our government. We can't trust our media. The the media has a lower. Uh, approval and or trust rate than the president and 50 percent of the country hate the president roughly mm -hmm. and you're like there's an issue there and then when hollywood will go outright start making movies as propaganda for the fucking deep state machine like you're like dude like what is where is the line here well that's the craziest thing especially about when you could just going back to that that comey miniseries or whatever is coming out oh. right like it's not even dealing with like you know guys in the field agents in the field some sort of thing they had to do no it's like literally a, a hero it's literally about the bureaucrats that are fucking just angling for political expediency and political gain like and these people are not to be trusted when in history have we ever ever trusted these fucking people probably not since jfk like mm. that's probably when that planted that seed like oh these people are a little MLK, weird jfk i'm okay yeah and yeah. all, all the K's, the KKK, <laughs> all along. Assassination? Yeah. Assassinations like, abound? Well, we know, but we know that our intelligence agencies have worked with outside the means of the government and with, on their, since the beginning. They have done been doing shady shit since the inception of like the CIA and the FBI. J. Edgar Hoover was a kind of a fucking a weird guy. And he was like very... Had, I know he had mother... Mother problems or something, you know. According so, to that, that Clint Eastwood movie, some which is probably true because Clint Eastwood would not lied to him. You would not do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, he had some sort of thing, but he's always just gathering intel on people. He couldn't help himself. Like it was, it got out of control. Well, and what it really what it did is it set a precedent for the future of the FBI and what they yeah. continued to do I mean, until today. And like we know that everything that in this documentary is going to be patently false. Oh, is, are you talking about this miniseries? It's, oh, or this, this miniseries. Uh, but the miniseries, it's going to be patently false. Like, because we already know that they did it off of false pretenses. We know they were lying. We have the documents. It's all fucking there. Like, it's there. It's out in public for the public to view. But the news, will, the mainstream media, except like Tucker Carlson and, and fucking angry ass Sean Hannity every night and, and fucking cold stone faced bitch yeah, Laura Ingram. But that's why what they do, man. They go, they get in there before like the narrative reality is set into the public consciousness, and they change it. So look at something like Zero oh. Dark Thirty. Mm. Why, why, why do they rush these fucking movies? What look at like this that movie Bombshell? Like, why are these movies rushed into production? Like, I've never seen Bombshell. Well, what I'm just mm. saying is like, it's this weird way of controlling history through movies because more people are going to see that movie mm -hmm. than they are going to like read an article well, and, it, and it, it's also well, like when i like you know when you look at like lone survivor and then you look at like you know american sniper which we know there are possible lies uh, and conjecture because this uh, is a hollywood movie it's a hollywood movie yeah i mean that but, is but like we're also like, we're also giving him a little bit too much leeway there maybe i mean that, because then it gets a little weird because people watch these movies and think it's real dude Yes, I know. Somebody would argue with you about the accuracy of American Sniper, and you could be like, "Dude, he did not have a nemesis." Like, oh, there's yeah. a there's a reason why him punching Jesse Ventura 
is not in the fucking movie because he was being sued for it. Like, we know that, like, he lied about that. We know he lied about how many what medals he won. Unless there was some classified fucking Gucci bullshit that we we're just not aware of. But that's very rare. And usually you got to be on some sort of, like, expedited special team, like SEAL Team 6. Like, some Black Ops shit. He was a yeah. Black Ops. Yeah. He was a regular SEAL. SEALs do not do Black Ops mission like fucking people. It's not the fucking movies. They're all fucking pre-designated, predetermined. I don't give a shit if you're still Team 6. Very rarely will they get... Dude, they, like, think about oh, the uh, assassination. And literally, it's an assassination of Osama bin Laden. That's what it was. An assassination. That was planned for months. They knew where he was. They built the compound. They did, like, a mock compound in the middle mm-hmm. of the fucking desert. And they trained for months attacking that vet facility. Oh, yeah, like he was still alive, buddy. We all know he's been dead for nine right, years. Right, so right. They dumped his body in the ocean. Which to, is like... To to fulfill his religious like needs. Really? Yeah, uh, there's some, well, they were supposedly Pakistan had him on ice. There's his dialysis machine stopped working or something. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the conspiracy theory. He was yeah. actually dead for a long time, and all of the that's why all the footage we ever saw of him, the tapes were always like really sh- low quality. Um, I have no idea if that's true, but I always thought it was like, very intensely bizarre. Like, oh, we just dumped him in the ocean, like the most uh, no- notorious terrorist leader of the past hundred that, years. That we've we been dumped told, him in the ocean. yeah. We dumped him told. in the ocean. Well, okay. Okay. Like, dude, this is this is literally like I just just came. Millennia Trump tells virus suffers suffers. They're not alone, but don't be persuaded by her. Like I'm just like, oh my god, dude. There's like viciously Russian. Oh, there's a lots of racist stuff about Melania on Twitter right now. Oh, dude, like oh, focus. Like, listen, dude. She is the first immigrant, I believe, to my knowledge, the first immigrant not born in America, first lady. If you want to talk about diversity. You know, oh. you want to talk about a woman it's that came first, from objective, huh? Uh, the lady married up, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, but like that's that's also not fair to say. You know, I don't know what their relationship is, and I think know, she was. That. Seems like she well, she was a model. She, yeah, she was. She, she, mean, then she got she, into the group of of DJ Trump's harem. I mean, we. <laughs> she locked that shit down. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Listen, I'm not going to disparage the first lady. I think she did a fantastic job tonight, and it took a lot of guts. <laughs> took a lot of guts. To get up there and speak to the world when you know English isn't your first language, and that we all know that speech was written for her, I get it, you know, um, uh, whatever. But the message is what matters, and the message is about more about unity. Forget your race. Let's like get back to being Americans, and that shit matters. And if that if that sways a couple more liberal white ladies to be like, hey, look at this, she's not white. Russians aren't white people. They're Asians. They're Eurasians. Well, technically, yeah, yeah, Eurasians. No, they're Asians, bro. Eurasians. <laughs> that's what they are. She's the first. She is technically the first non. She is the first person of color. You think those eyes? You think lady. those eyes squint themselves, my friend? That's genetics. Dude, she has big, beautiful eyes. She looks like a cat. She looks like a little cat. Yeah. But I, I, I just sit there and I'm like, dude, like this is the message that America needs right now. And the other side is talking about like, dude. The DNC was we fucking hate Trump. I watched so many hours of that shit, dude. Oh, so dude, I watched a lot of it, and it was some cringe. That that shit was cringe. Listen, I know that when I go watch the RNC, that a lot of these people aren't public speakers. You know, they're fucking real people. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then the DNC had like uh, Lu- Julie, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I know. My favorite. Female I know. Teams. It hurt. 
It hurt you, fucking goddamn Democrat. It's like you know better, bitch. Like I'm gonna start calling. I'm gonna start calling the the, the Democrat. You know these people are full of shit. Like you literally spent seven years making fun of the fact that they're all full of shit, and you're here shilling because Orange Man bad. I was like, come and on, dude. Like Herschel Walker, goddamn American hero. God, like I met Herschel Walker. Yeah, that's when right. I, when I had cancer and I was in fucking goddamn Germany and I was getting my treatment, I met him. And listen, did I get to know the guy? Did I jerk him off? No, but it meant a lot, you know, did, to be over there and, and all these so injured and these guys with their legs blown off and all this shit. And he took the time out of like, regardless of what, like po politics or not, like he was not a politician. He came and he really cares for the troops. He loves America. Yeah, he's he been came but, like, that's really crazy, man. Like, that's a beautiful thing. But now people, like, oh, man, all those hits to the head, like, just going at him, like, Coon, Uncle Tom. And you're like, you know what, dude? This is what's wrong with America. Like, a black man who's known Donald Trump for 37 years can't say that he's friends with him. Yeah. I mean, they did that to all the black people that were on. Uh, and now, well, I, I don't know if Candace Owens is going to be on because everyone's fucking pissed that she's like, I'm pissed. Well, how did Charlie Kirk get on, and if Candace Owens doesn't get on? Right, they get, uh, definitely. Charlie, like, hey, listen, I thought listen, that guys, was... we got we got it. We hit forty five percent for blacks, so we're good. We we're need to get some more Asians. But well, the, and this is the problem I have, though. This is the problem I have with both sides. And like, I know they're trying to attract black voters because they want to get over that, you know, twenty percent margin. Like, and like four or fifteen is really where they need to be, but. Like they need to get over this margin of uh, so that they can really lock in the election. And I'm like, I get it, but it's kind of disgusting. Like when you're propping people up just because of the color of their skin. I'm not saying they are, but it's like they are a little bit. Her Herschel Walker is like Donald Trump's not a racist, and he has to say it though. That's the problem with our society. So he actually has to say that. What do you mean? Well, I mean, if people are accusing him of being racist, I know, and it's like, well. Is it, it means, invited? It, like, it means, what's the deal here, dude? It means more coming from an old black friend of Donald Trump's than it does from, like... Well, look at Jacob Burnham, lifelong fucking Democrat, coming out and supporting him. And then people, like, see, like... You know, you see the DNC, they try to copy Brandon Straka for fucking the walkaway campaign with all these establishment crony neocon... Yeah, like, people that, like, who gives a fuck? Like, well, you're sitting there like... Kasich uh, standing on the cross... Like, this is the thing about the DNC. It was so grossly overproduced, like a Hollywood affair with Hollywood actors and these awful segments that you felt like you were in hell. And yeah. I don't... And I didn't... You know, and the DNC... I mean, they're both, like, propaganda commercials because they're not live events. Like, the live stuff is way more fun. Like, it's just a lot of crazy... Well, the art... The art you, got Alex Jones, you got Alex Jones running around in the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> the fucking news... The news bay. Like, mm -hmm. getting in fights with the Young Turks and shit. That's what all that stuff's from. It's from the RNC that year. Like, I know. So wild shit happens. You can watch footage all day. You can watch coverage all day. It's fun. It's a blast. Yeah. This is a little bit more like watching an infomercial. And I would say it this. Is. I would say this. I think the RNC was way tighter, way more on point, actually had a coherent message to it, and it didn't feel like it dragged on forever because it was all over the place. Because what? Like, like it was like the, the, uh, the DNC was like three hours most of the time. Four no, hours. Not three, the same, right? but two and a half hours. Um, max. Well, it felt like an it eternity. Felt, no, but it felt like that because of the way the segments were structured. Like apparently, whoever is uh, producing this. They need to be fired. Well, the, one of the guys for the RNC is one of the producers from The Apprentice. It's the TV guy. So he's like keeping it going. 
Well, I mean, it's really it's sharp. Tight. It's tight. And, and, you know, like, dude, my, you know, bless him. God bless him, Tom Scott. But, like, he, because, like, so the first night, you know, and, like, it's the stupidest shit. And with, like, a big smile, and they fade out. Like, they fade the camera back, and they're like, yeah. and the camera just fades back. And Tom Scott goes, he turns to walk away, and he goes, oh, fuck. You know, and he's like, comes back. And it's live TV, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to shit on him too hard. But I'm, I'm sitting there, like, I, what the message is of the Republicans uh, at this stage is we we were doing good under Trump up until COVID, basically, and that the racial divisions is not the consequence of Donald Trump. It's because of the media like yeah. and the education system. Like, we, dude, Donald Trump has never once done anything racist in his presidency. Like, not nothing in, at, at, like, absolutely, this is a racist thing. No, they just people have like uh, I think uncharitably read things to like to assume racism because like you could go back to the travel ban shit like that, which was not because if you actually just look at the the it's reality, terrorism. Well, no, but if you look at the reality of the facts, it's like well that wasn't even his list of countries to and, potentially and ban, and it's just it like was Obama. Oh, but he added two countries or something. And over it's that. also like we were talking. It's we, they're talking about like ten percent of the Muslim population, global population, rather than it's not like it was everybody, all Muslims for everywhere. So when people were calling it the Muslim travel ban, you're like that's insane. Okay, that's, but they were all they were all Muslim countries though. I guess no, it's a fair no, it's a fair term. No, I guess. They, well, they were all Muslim countries, but it didn't mean that Muslims couldn't enter the country. They, sh- like, they those- should have said these Muslim travel ban. <laughs> <laughs> those Muslims. Yeah, not these. But Muslims, you know, but there was also Christian people that were being persecuted that got caught up in that stuff. And then listen, when, and then when Trump went to go, be like, okay, well, should we should we prioritize? the people that are being oppressed in some of these countries, because there are some Christians in Muslim countries that are being oppressed. They get fucking murdered. They get their heads cut off. He's the first president ever to go to the United Nations and absolutely say he's the first one to come up and and, and, and put a charter in saying you should not kill people for their sexual orientation or religion. He is literally the first president to ever do Which that. Which is wild. It's not f- well, I mean, actually, it's not oh, that Obama wild. Was against fucking gay marriage. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's not that wild because everybody was really late to these parties. Like, I mean, granted, maybe Trump, if Trump was president 10 years ago, maybe he would have been the same way. Because, like, you are appealing to a voter base. It has nothing to do with your actual beliefs. It doesn't. I mean, but there, but there's, but this is the thing about the Trump that makes it important. Okay, Trump is a populist, so Trump is gonna go. So like the mainstream is gays are cool, gays are fine. Do what you want, like like honestly, I, I, I want you to get a t-shirt. There's nothing but a white t-shirt with black letters that says gays are cool. <laughs> That's like, a sex box within the cultural lexicon. Like yeah, like we have no problem with gay marriage. Like that shit's all done. Now we're on a transgender people. Like you know, like they're done. Like whatever. Obviously not seriously, but there is that is where the movement has now led to, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's one of those things where you go like, but he's a populist. That's what makes it. That's why it works. That's why he's a good president. He actually listens to the American people. He's like, hey, immigration. That's a fucking problem. It is fucking hurting our economy. It is fucking draining our fucking our, our system in certain aspects. It's yeah. not. It's not because they're Mexican that he hates them. Hates them or or what? Well, like as the as the mainstream says, it just so happens that Mexico's below the fucking southern border, and that's and they're fucking running over into our country. It just so happens. Well, it's, it's just about us. it's about resources, and it's just like well, like we can't just 
perpetually take on people that drain resources and then actually give nothing back because they're not part of the system. Well, what's the like? Go fix the immigration system. Fix well, that it. well that, exactly, and I don't think I don't think well, anybody... is there really a problem. Is there really a fucking problem? That's the question. Is there really a fucking issue? Should we not discriminate who comes into this fucking country? Now they say they say like discriminate in the sense of like. Because, uh, like, you know, bring your hungry, bring your poor. Oh, like, like, culturally, because of cultural problems? No, not cultural. I'm talking about, like, if you're going to vet someone to come into country, they need a background check. Make sure they're not criminals. Yeah. They need to be fucking, like, not upstanding. Like, not saying that we don't. I, it's not that I don't want poor people. I don't want criminals. I don't want criminals. Poor people should to be here free. Over. You know? And I would love, and I think the poor people that do come here are so happy to fucking be here. But what the left is doing is they're trying to create another voting class by giving them welfare benefits, just like they did to the blacks. They want to create another voting class that can keep their fucking going for the next 30, 40 years. So it's like, no, oh, I, look, the I agree with you. Yeah, you. I agree. The Republicans hate you. Yeah, there's it's like a fucking, it's political gamesmanship, and they're going to actually turn people against each other because you get people that are like desperate or feel entitled and then they're going to do what you want them to do if you provide a pathway to give them what they want that's like, right. it's, not even that, it's not even that complicated it's i don't just, blame them i don't even blame them no if i was in that situation i'd be like of course I'll am i gonna vote am i gonna vote for the person that's gonna like facilitate my life but if <laughs> if they did a completely bipartisan bill to actually fix the immigration problem instead of try to make it a race problem and say hey these are the qualifications that absolutely need to be met to get into the united states we should not be based off of just education it should be based off of more your criminal background and like if you have one and if you don't and you got a family and we're like you know what like we can help you out for x amount of years until you get on your feet and you become a citizen but then when you become a citizen we got to stop giving you money and you, because you should already be established by the time you're a citizen, so you you set it like a five year limit. Like within five years, you become a, a citizen. You help them out, but the moment you leave and you become a U.S. citizen, now it's more about contribution because we helped you out and get like solidified yeah, here yeah, in the United States. I, agree. I can like, agree with that in, in some sense. Yeah, I mean, well, you're going to have a lot of people that would just abuse that and then just disappear after five years, though. I mean, that's the problem. Okay, well, guess what? Like, then they're not Americans. Like, whatever. Like, okay. Well, I know, but then you're still going to be in the same exact place we are now. Because a lot of people do that. We're come over here on student visas. Well, guess or what? Visas they, they can't, well, that's really where the issue lies, is the visa program, the visa exchange program between colleges. Uh, uh, Eric Weinstein breaks this down beautifully. You know, in the in WTF1971.com, you can see what happened to our economy and our education system is actually more connected to our elite education systems because if you are in the United States, these doctorate programs have to pay you because you're a U.S. citizen. But through the Avisa Exchange Program, they created a working labor force that was basically for free. Yeah. All the school oh, had yeah. to do pay for their fucking visa, and that was it. Yeah, and then they work for free. And they work for free. So, like, then you you fucking, what did you do? All those people that wanted to go get their doctorates that now can't, or they're being competi competing against people that can get in for a lot cheaper of a labor price, and all these fucking programs that are in these research programs that have, they have free labor, virtually. And it's like, and, and, and what we're seeing is through the industrialization of the education system, like, how the, like, like look at this as a prime example of how fucking, you know, people want to talk about the failings of capitalism, and this is what the lack of regulation is and does, 
is in a sense, and I'm not a big regulation guy, but when this when the fucking they can charge you full tuition and you're not even going to fucking school in person. That mm-hmm. is fucking disgusting. It should be illegal. It should be at least fifty percent of the price. If you're not in the fucking classroom and partaking where you can go to social activities and network and meet people, like that's the point of college, right? It's 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 also to network and actually have build relationships and bonds so that like you have a guy that you met in your fucking freshman year that goes on to be a lawyer and then you go on to be a fucking architect and then someone's suing you and just so happens you know a lawyer now it's about networking that was really the privilege of the elites that they had was the network which is how we saw through yale with the skull and bones and harvard and all these like fucking elitist guys they all knew each other and they all became poli- and all their parents were politicians. They go to Bohemian Grove. They fucking pray to Moloch as a <laughs> fucking fucking joke ritual. We get it, like, but like, yeah, like, this shit is real. It's real. And then you even look at our edu- our military. Where why the fuck do you need that education now? Where your twelfth grade education is almost good enough. You should like. It's really like, dude, your first year of college is bullshit. Doesn't matter. Your second year barely fucking matters. Third and fourth year, junior to senior years, where things start kind of getting serious. I think everyone could admit that. Why the fuck do you need a four-year goddamn degree to be a fucking officer in the military? It doesn't make sense. It no, does. Well, I mean, make- I think that doesn't make sense for a lot of things, a lot of jobs. I mean, it's, it's That's just like what Donald Trump do. Got yeah, rid well, of fuck col- the. Uh, you don't need a college education to be work for your government now. Well, no, because I, I, I think it's about it should be work experience and competency. Like if you can prove competency and get in there, and honestly, if you really want like good employees, you want them to get in there where you can teach them how to fucking do it. Like you don't want people to coming in, oh, which is good and bad. I think we t- when when you had first told me that we we kind of like game theory a, l- a little bit because it's good or bad. Because in one instance, if you're talking about the federal government, you're getting people in and you can just bra- fucking straight up brainwash them right away because they're not going to have their own notions about like... Yeah, uh, but the, this is the thing. It has to be... Ba- you're not going to get them when they're 18. You're probably going to get them when they're in their late 20s, mid to late 20s. They've lived life. They've experienced... How about, how about their early 30s? I could become a spook tomorrow. No, like that's the thing, dude. You really could. I got a, I got a degree now, Dan. I yeah, I know. You're 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 big time. You're big time. But like, you know, like for example, I basically uh, am the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um the the SIA, the Sean Intelligence Agency. The Sean Intelligence. <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. All right. Um, we're going to do the scanner style. I'm going to suck <laughs> your brains out. Um but what we have is a very uh, unbalanced and what we saw is the, it, it, I think what we're seeing right now is a uh, lack of balance within our societal structure. And we're seeing that people, uh, and mainly through propaganda and through um, the, and the education system, through their propaganda. And we're seeing that like there is also a sense of, does a sociological professor that's a communist really want their, teach- their students to be communists? I don't know if it's that nefarious. I think it's like, you know, more about implanting ideas and making them like view society in a little bit different way. I don't know if it's like indoctrination 100% per se. I don't think for everybody this, but there's definitely some radical people there that this is their, this is the dream. This is the project. They literally became teachers to facilitate this perspective. But my thing is this is like, I'm glad they're there. Like, I want those people in those schools in a sense, but I do believe if you're a teacher, 
and you're a communist, uh, you should not be get federal funding for your programs uh, because we're, this is not a communist. <laughs> yeah, but you got to prove. See, this is the problem when we get into these kind of things because it's like, well, you got to like it's the burden of proof is on you, like to get into crawl into somebody's mind and be like, he could be just like, no, I'm just teaching a perspective. Like it doesn't have anything. Yeah, that's great. Well, guess what? You can't teach communism in the United States then. <laughs> no, because you. Well, you want to be aware. You need to know the inti- You need to know that stuff intimately. That, that's why it's so important. Like even when you yeah, like, but it's got to about- be set in, in reality, Sean. Well, it's we were joking when we first when we first started to come full circle. When we first started this podcast, we were talking about you had just got on Twitter, and it's kind of important to follow everybody, right? You don't want to just follow people that you agree with. You want to follow these nutty people. I mean, granted, it's going to give you dunking material. You're going to be able to re hit the retweet with comment, write something sweet. Fucking send, boom, hashtag done. Um, but like, you want to be exposed to as many of these these kind of radical notions as possible because you don't want to when you're arguing against it, you don't want to misrepresent them because it will hurt your credibility. When you are wrong about one thing, you could be wrong, you could be right about ninety percent of things, but that ten percent that you might have wrong or skewed, that you'll lose all credibility with some people. And when and I think like the larger project of like kind of understanding the world, educating ourselves, talking about things, having conversations is to actually try to get people to just think critically, just think a little mm. bit more about the world around them. And I don't want to be a facilitator of being uncredible, of making people seem that like talk like we do, like make them seem kind of dumb. Because well, I mean, it, not, because all it's all it takes. Dumb, all it's, all it's it takes is one time. thing. It's selective. But, but that's all it takes. And you know that. Like, because as soon as you hear one thing, like, you could believe somebody, like, 90% of the time, like I said. And then one time you hear something, and you're like, wait a second. What? Well, I mean, Hold like, on. listen, dude, you could and be then a goddamn. And then everything unravels. Like, you know, like you, the beanie. You, when he when he knifed Adam in the back like this and he twisted it. <laughs> I mean, it could have been this, uh, it, this this girl. I don't know. What's her name? Skylar? Oh, you're talking about Lydia? Lydia. Lids? Now, Lydia. Now, Sour now, Patch Lids on Instagram and Twitter. So, on Twitter, that's right. I follow her. Mm-hmm. Do you think she, now is she, is she the one? For time for Tim. No. For oh, him. you're talking about you're talking about the split. The demise. There is there's definitely a feeling there. I think because he kind of snapped at her during the last show for a second. It, like he did kind of go like. <laughs> Like what the like? What are you fucking saying to me right now? Like there was a little bit of that dumb bitch. And I think there was definitely you know what? And Tim, I like him, but he is the type of dude that will go with the chick. Not what he's he's definitely hoes before bros. He that he puts off that vibe. But you know what? Good for him. He stands up for what he believes in, and I like Tim. I I I appreciate his uh, perspective. I think it's important uh, dialogue that needs to be happening right now, coming from at least a somewhat rational place. He is pessimistic. No, which I agree. Was, with you. I agree. Which, I, I, I mean, he's been talking. He's been he's been creaming for the Civil War for like two years, but uh, <laughs> he's like welded into existence. He's like the Civil War is coming. I have but a like, van. Again, I'm going to move again, down so by. Jordan, and then he was kind of right. So, but Jordan Peterson's been talking about this too, dude. We Thomas Sowell's been talking about even Thomas Sowell. He's like ninety fucking something years old. Came onto Fox News to be like, please God, wake up. He he even came onto Fox News. He was like, dude. I never. He's, when's the last time you ever fucking seen Thomas Sowell on Fox News? I don't know. Long time for me. I've never even seen him on there before. Well, and, he was on. Last time I think I saw him do a contemporary interview was probably uh, Dave Rubin. 
Oh yeah, Dave, Dave Rubin. Rubin. I mean, Dave Rubin is is the thing is the thing that people used to make fun of him for now. But um, yeah, now he, he is. He got there a little bit. Yeah, he's like. I can't even watch your shit anymore. He's a line tower more than a, like being objective now. Oh yeah, he's then, he found a tribe. He found a tribe that accepted him and that he loves, and he's like, you know oh, Prager, no, you. no hate, no hate, dude, no hate. You know, you I mean, he likes to do this kind of thing, anyways. But, but like, you do what you got to do. Like, I think it's also one of those things. Like, I don't, I like, just like you said about these teachers, you can't see into the heart and minds of these people. Like, you don't really know how he feels. So. No, I'm, I don't. But I just see the way he acts. Like just, he just like, just like the quartering. Just like the quartering. You can't see. <laughs> I'm sure me and the quartering hung out, and I have. Dude, to honestly, you you are a version of him, just not you're, as you're at your fucking mind. You think you're I'm not as court- you're not as ghoulish. You're just smarter, better looking, more fit, better hair. Absolutely better hair for sure. Hey, now, for now, I mean, it's, yeah, everybody is for now. But I don't yeah, know if I know, until no, you assume. I just him. I think he found a thing. You're gonna you're gonna become the halfing. The halfling? Yeah, yeah, that would half- be a the halfing or the halfling. I think that'd be a pretty funny skit. They call me the halfling. Oh dude, I've thought about that so many times. Like I was like, oh I could just get like a, a still frame of his one of his things and then just literally just zoom my camera in so I'm in the spot where he would normally be. Yeah. There and, you go. And then do a thing. But then I was like, I don't want to do that. Like that's why just, not? Start some shit, whatever, dude. Start a war. That's what's going on in America. So, I think if you, I, I guarantee you, if you did it in a tasteful way, like I think it would be funny, and I think he would laugh too. So he's cool like that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's a hateful person, in so, my opinion. Uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle's drug fuel NRC speech extravaganza is up to two hundred and twenty views right now, hey, my friend. Hey, hey, do the Adam Cat rest in peace. Uh, uh, oh, uh, IRL. That got like three great. That got like three grand in there. That was pretty decent. No see. subscribers though. Mike's getting us fucking subscribers, people. Yeah, it's kind of like when I when I started. It's like the same thing. If you just put produce content, you're gonna find those other people. Other no, tastes, no. Right? listen. So I need to stop being lazy. I need to get in there. So when I started doing the movie stuff, we jumped like thirty subscribers. Like now that Mike started doing this, okay, we're gonna get people that are yep. into that stuff. This yep. is my this is my vision. This is what I've been talking about for a while. We're gonna get it done. I'm gonna start doing my daily uh, Zoo Box news. Maybe we should call it Zoom News. I was. I wanted you to call it uh, Danimal from Zoo Box Corporate. Because <laughs> when uh, I talk about you when you're not around, like if I have to mention you on like Zoo Box goes to the movies, I say yeah. Danimal from Corporate. Okay. Uh, okay. That'd be pretty funny. Um, no, uh, but like back 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 to the back to the task at hand here is uh, uh, you know I, I want ideas to battle ideas i don't want bodies to battle bodies and i think right now is like they don't really have a good idea so they're just using violence as a mask for their lack of having a good idea an actual actual policy it's the last bastion of the case it's it's like it's like goddamn biden all they can do is talk shit about trump and you're in obama talking shit michelle obama all the obamas and you're like all they do is talk to be fair, I, like last night's RNC thing was a lot of like the Democrats are no, going to burn down. There's a message of policy. Like they're like, listen, we are going to build our economy back in a real way, and this is how we're going to do it. Like this is how we're going to accomplish these things. And yeah, you're going to do some jabs at Sleepy Joe. How can you not? <laughs> listen, dude, I've been watching for days all the fucking Trump thug life. Like some great moments this guy's had. Dude, he might be the best president. 
that we've ever had in, in probably since JFK, maybe even Lincoln. He might have been right, dude. Like, no, like seriously, you tell me the last, even JFK, when he was trying to pull us out of Vietnam and everything, but like, and then he was murdered. But like, you just sit there and you go, how the fuck can you not tell me that Donald Trump is not the most legit president that we've ever had? The most progressive and actual for like, world and the united states like not getting into wars iran bombed us we could have fucking stuck our cock in their fucking throat and throw fucked them to death but he didn't he goes hey i'm not gonna do that civilians will die people that aren't involved are gonna die this is a fucking government to government this is fucking bullshit none of our people died none of their people have to die and you're like you know and i have friends that were there man i legitimately have friends that were in Iraq in those bomb shelters that have fucking TBI, traumatic brain injury. They actually were there. And you're like, you know what? I'm glad for them that they didn't get thrown into a fucking war. I have friends that were at fucking uh, Amanda Bay that were fucking, when they, when they got attacked, when I trained her, she was fucking there and killed a fucking dude. Like, these are, these are real lives we're talking about here. And Donald Trump sat there and even thought about the Iranian people and said, I'm not going to do this because I know what this leads to. Well, good well, you know, he actually asked what the casualties would be. I know. And you're just sitting there like, that shows what? That he's and he said, he's and he said, and his, I, guess, I guess verbatim, he said, uh, not worth it. I mean, just because a few thousand people were going to die. And he was like, not yeah, worth it, it. It's not worth it. And it wasn't. But I guarantee you. Exactly. Because position. Can you believe that, Dan? Can you believe that? Okay, I think we actually even did. Did we ever publish it? We did a fucking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we ever published it. Yeah. Um, but like when that was happening. I was pissed. I, was, I wanted to go. To no, that was like a wild moment, right? Like in the media was just feeding everybody Dude, red meat. Cool. They're like, Holy go, God. go. Beautiful bombs of missiles of peace. Uh, this is the first time he's ever been a president. Like, you're like, whoa. This is weird. Like they were, and in hindsight, in hindsight, it's even weirder. Yeah, because they were actually like praising him. Only the only times they've ever praised him is when we were like on the precipice of some sort of conflict. Yeah, because and then even in the beginning of the coronavirus, right? They were like that first week. He's a wartime president. That's what uh, one of the female thing said on like Uh, Dana Bash. Dana Bash. Yeah, she was like. Oh, I uh, he actually is like kind of acting like a president. So it's like he's a wartime president. And the thing is, this is the objective hypocrisy of the media. He did everything. Like it's like, it did, what did he do? What could he have done? Like, yeah. Oh my God, he tried to ignore it. Yeah, he's the president saying it's gonna be fine, people. We're gonna get through this. Oh my God, he's not sitting there going, the building's on fire. We didn't, like no, he was like, "Hey, listen, dude, everything's gonna be cool. You know, there's only 15 cases. We're gonna be fine." And the whole media is like, "The Chinese virus is here. The Wuhan virus. We are all gonna die." And then all of a sudden, it's like, uh, "Dude, like uh, everything becomes a pathetic cudgel, like just to like fight." How can people like- have fucking Finding Nemo brain? This fucking Dory brain, where they're like, "I just forgot. I just fucking forgot that you know." On January 31st, he shut down the fucking country to China, and they were like, oh, he's a fucking racist, xenophobic, nationalist fucking piece of shit. 
And then all of a sudden, Nancy Pelosi out there February 24th in fucking Chinatown being like, it's okay, we can be here. You are not racist. And then all in fucking de Blasio and Cuomo and all these fucking goddamn white knight pioneers, these white trash pioneers. That's what they fucking are, dude. These white trash fucking scum, these fucking political garbage human beings. And you're sitting there going like, on all of a sudden, Cuomo gets to speak at the DNC like he fucking manhandled this pandemic. Oh, my God. Dude, that was insane. Like, you're that like, was dude, insane. Dude, they, they know for a fact. That 6,000 people died in nursing homes because of him. And the problem, and guess what, dude? They stopped reporting it, and they know for a fucking fact that they didn't count the people who left the nursing homes and went to the hospitals. Those still haven't been released. We don't know how yeah. many people actually died. Michigan, fucking Whitmer, we don't know how many people. They won't release it, dude. These guys are so fucking corrupt. Agreed. You have Trudeau. You have Trudeau in fucking Canada on his third ethical fucking charge, and he's still in fucking office. Where forty percent of the fucking goddamn Canadians are still gonna vote oh, for Dan, him. Dan, you can't just oust the Rasta man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna deem you with those three wishes from Aladdin, right? So maybe. Well, I mean, maybe that's what he did. He wished himself back in. You know. But like, you're like, no, like literally, dude. He's doing crazy shit, and you're like, what the fuck is? This guy's an authoritarian dictator in Australia. A dude went to take out his fucking garbage at fucking nine o'clock at night, and the police came in and searched his house. <laughs> uh, good night, mate. Yeah, Listen, like, no, they're like, they literally you said, out of your front yard. You can fucking watch it. They said, you're literally lucky we don't have a gun in your fucking face right now. We're going in to look in your house. He's like, you need a warrant. And they're like, no, we fucking don't. Why don't you go read the mandatory health orders? And, and you're like, imagine. But imagine, but that's what I'm saying, dude. Imagine being the cop actually acting that way. No, that's that's, that's even fucking crazier, Dan. Constitution and well, the dude, like, well, hold it's on. One thing, bring, it's one thing for the state. It's it's one thing for the state to act that way. Okay, it's but one the, thing, but the, for the actual boots on the ground to just go, not only go along with it, but feel Jersey. empowered by it is disturbing. Jersey, dude, like, get the fuck out of here. The fucking Jersey and the Atlas Gym. They fucking yeah. they, 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 listen. These all these cops need to be fucking fired. Fucking uh, fucking De Blasio without a fucking permit goes playing Black Lives Matter on the fucking street. Okay, and then he has twenty seven fucking officers. The largest task force in the NYPD is protecting a fucking painted road in front of Trump Tower. Are you fucking shitting me? Are you shitting me? Yeah. They, 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 they take away their crime units. People are getting fucking murdered, putting a bunch of homeless people into fucking hotels where they're jerking off in front of kids, doing drugs. Are you fucking shitting me? They lost $300 billion fucking dollars in tax revenue because the rich are leaving. And then fucking one in four people in New York are going to be evicted in the next fucking couple weeks. Are you fuck fuck these motherfuckers, dude? And, no, then, and, they, and then he got to go on national television and act as if he's a hero, dude. He's got a Cuomo has got a book coming out. Well, that's Cuomo. I'm talking about De Blasio, right? No, there. Well, no. Well, De, no, De Blasio as well. Well, De Blasio, this is his last time in office for his mayor because of the, because of term limits. There's and uh, yeah, for mayor twice. No way. No, mm -hmm. Rudy Giuliani was fucking there forever. I thought. I believe this is his last his last tour as mayor. Well, he's really going for the fucking fences. No, here. and basically what that means is like you just don't give a shit. He's like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Same Dude, thing like Do you know what he said today? No indoor dining until twenty twenty one. Well that's what yeah, that's what he said, yeah. 
No, but like, dude, no, but this is what's fucking even crazier that happened today. I sent you the link. Did you read it about Idaho? Yes. Dude, how many people was it that went in? I don't want to misspeak. Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. I can pull it up. Um, you sent it to me on the tweets. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you did. Twatters. On the twatters? Oh, now you get to be what? like one of those people. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty famous. I already got like four followers. I mean, oh, see, so, okay. See, I didn't get that last one you sent me. Okay, that's the Atlanta. Uh, yeah, it was Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the Weavers. Well, uh, yeah, unmasked. Okay, so let's see here. Unmasked protesters push past police into Idaho lawmakers' session. This is from NPR. Um, in Boise, the first day of Idaho's special legislative session erupted into chaos before it began. Dozens, dozens of unmasked protesters, some of them armed, shoved their way past state troopers. So it doesn't say how many. Well, okay. I, I, from what I read, it it was damn near a hundred. Okay, that's what that was. I read not in that article specifically, but I read. I went and like looked it up to see what like the local news was reporting. But but like more, a lot of them were armed, and they literally said, "We're going in." And yeah. The guards, and the guards went. Hey, yeah, well, because well, they they got a statement from the police, uh, the guy that was in charge there, and he was just like, he was basically like, uh, if we were to try to arrest people, it could have escalated into something bigger, and we didn't want to do that. That's what? what That's why you have the right to be fucking armed. Do you know what they did? They go into that fucking. Well, because then there's actually real stakes. There's a real threat. It's not just somebody well, fucking bullying you. Like well, you're like, like this is the crazy. But this is the thing. They weren't violent, and they didn't ever threaten with violence. They came in with a show of force, and this is why you can be fucking armed in the United States. And they go in there, and they voted. I think it was forty-eight to twenty-one. Is that right, dude? They, they're not in a state of emergency anymore. All of the coronavirus fucking okay. lockdown shit is gone. What if? But what if like the other side of this? Equation embrace the same philosophy. No, as long as you're peaceful, it's about being peaceful. No, I agree. I agree. But the reason that it's pe- peaceful is because the cops responded smart enough to back off. Because the cops know that they can't fucking deal with the people. When you tyrannize your people, they have the right to stand up. But you have to be peaceable about it. That's the difference. That's why the National Guard wasn't called. That's why all this fucking fences weren't put up. It's because they said, hey, we're going in, whether you like it or not. There's a fucking damn near X amount of us. We're armed, and we're just going to go in and watch. You know, and God forbid if someone would have shot. But guess what? They didn't because they're fucking citizens. They're Americans. They care about the fucking process. They wanted their voices heard. They weren't going to have some closed-door fucking hearing where they didn't get to fucking hear what they had to say. You speak it to us, the people. And they had to fucking have guns to make themselves a physical representation. They had no, to be, I, like, I you know, like, yeah. like, and I, and like, you listen. I don't agree with Bundy. Bundy is kind of a fucking nut job. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not saying that you need to carry. But like, this is the thing: you should be able to carry a weapon, undoubtedly, in the United States, anytime, any fucking place, because it's not the the law-abiding citizens that will fucking shoot you. It just is not that way, dude. I'm sorry. Well, um, not to cut you off, but breaking. This is from Elijah Riot's Twitter feed. It's just happened four minutes ago. Breaking. They shot someone in the head at the Kenosha riot right now. I repeat, someone has been shot in what appears to be the head while looting a car shop. I cannot confirm the exact wound location, but he's white and losing a lot of blood. I will update the shot soon. He's en route to the ER. He's so... Dead. Things, dead. things are escalating. No, this uh, is the fuck Kenosha. I mean, I don't know what they're. I mean, they're. This is another break, black BLM riders are destroying another car shop many blocks away. They're literally just going to this car shop, 
and just uh, destroying cars, uh, white and black people. Uh, it seems like in this footage here. They're communists. I don't care what color they are. I, like, it's not even that they're... Dude, they're too dumb to even pick that. Like, it's not even about, like, being communist no, or not Sean, No, Sean. Sean. They're useful idiots. They're being used no, like pawns, like, in a chess game. No, like, uh, what... I, you know what? Speaking of designated survivor, there's a great line from the show. And he uh, he's talking to a Russian, right? Like, a Russian ambassador. And it's a great line. It really is. He goes, you know, you know it's, like, the stupidest kind of person? And the guy's like... Uh, the Russian goes, oh, what? what? And he goes, a pawn that thinks it's, it's a king. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this is what's going on. And like, dude, this guy, now listen. 100%, my friend, 100%. Yeah, like that's a fair, that's a really good line, which is why everyone should watch Distinguished at least the first season, because it's actually kind of fun. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's great. Yeah, before I you do that, like, go watch the movie Mr. Jones. Um, yeah, if you want to spend some money or, you know, figure out another tactical uh, acquisition of, or the, you could just, uh, or, or stay home for free and watch some wonderful Zubox content. There you go. And then you know, why don't you comment and subscribe and do all that fucking bullshit, you fucking pussies? Because we're I don't know if you're being at ninety-five. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, we're at ninety-six now. We got another one. Okay. Um, listen, hey. Well, we had a new series going called Hot Reacts Only. Maybe Dan could do his own Hot Reacts. Uh, right now, the only episode is of me talking about LL Cool J's song "Deepest Bluest Shark Fin." <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm going to get on it. You know what? And I think tomorrow might be my first day. Sean's going to walk you through how to do OPS tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll get it done. But, like, just the thing is, like, I've become politically activated. And I'm not, I'm not, I hate, I hate fucking discussing politics or, like, trying to do that shit on Facebook. I am one of the people oh, that yes. are, like, I can't stand it. Yeah. But this no. is the time where you can't be silent. But that's and why when you do speak, you speak with, with sincerity and you don't disparage people, and you speak logically and rationally, and you hold your ground with reason and compassion, I understand why the black community is, is absolutely in shambles. I understand why they feel the way they do. It's because they've been subjugated by fear and have an oppressive mindset that has been fucking handed down to them through generational yeah. uh, uh, of... You want to talk about the greatest generational inheritance for, for African Americans is the oppressive mind state that has been fucking passed on for the welfare state and saying, just stay where the fuck you are. And who did that to them? It's Democrat cities. Because you go to Republican areas, it's not as common, it's not as often... And if anything, they can go work and get a good job. Well, this is why I've been trying to get you to do like your own videos. I think this is like you're going to be able to make an argument and then it's not going to have like, you know, because, you know, like I think sometimes if people listen to the regular show, uh, some things are going to be misrepresented because Dan and I both have a contrarian nature where we will play game, games with each other, basically. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> sometimes I don't think either of us are really representing how the other person feels or how we feel sometimes because we're playing a game with each other because we're brothers. And yeah. we love each other, and that's just how we roll. We like to argue. The Deegans like to argue. And, it's, um, a, it's a thing. It's a sickness. <laughs> but, like, so I think, like, you know, because you, you are so smart and so articulate, you can actually like, really put these ideas out there. I think it's an imperative of you. Start making these kind of videos. Listen, dude, I'm going to wear the beanie. I want to be Tim Pool 2.0 or an Adam Krigler, his stepson. He's liked my tweet. It's on. Uh, that means I'm, I, got, I got potential. See, if um, you can do that, you can do the heavy lifting, and I can just keep having fun watching movies and making yeah. mean videos. No, because like I, I honestly, it, I think it's been more of like I didn't want to copy people, and I, I see it so, so much. Right. I'm so involved. So, 
I know, but because, there's because, there's a sense of like because you dropped you know. in, but you're you're going to be more articulate, you're going to be more well spoken, more well informed than most of the people doing that shit. So don't sweat it, brother. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I can ever compete with the Tim. You know, can't no, go swimming in that no. pool. That's just, no, that's just it's too deep. deep. It's too deep. It's too deep. And and honestly, it's like it's like I the thing that really created the dynamic between Adam and uh, Tim was it was nice to have like the more optimistic. That's what really made the show fun watching for me. The Tim Cast IRL uh, was that Wait, like, Adam got to have banter. You got to have like different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you know, but there was definitely tension, two egos bouncing around in a room together. Yeah, I think Adam's a little bit of a sensitive boy. Uh, I think they both are a little sensitive, but that's okay. And I, and I think that's kind of shows the representation of the more liberal ideological left that we're seeing is they're, like, really sensitive. Like, there's a really a lot of emotions and feelings, and they definitely are carrying that over. But you can see it that, like, Tim's becoming a cold, hard bastard. He's a capitalist now. He's kind of like, you know. Well, I like, think he always kind of was that. He's just, um, he just has some liberal ideas. And I think they're ideas that, like, if we could make them work, I think most people dude, would say, 10 like, bucks, yeah, cool. 10 bucks, 10 bucks, 10 bucks right now. I'm going to make the fucking bet. Tim Poole, when he has a child, he'll be against abortion. Like, I'm almost going to bet fucking money because he's he seems like the type I think of person. He's already, he, no, he's already on the fence about it. He has been. Uh, no, he, I think I think there's these old uh, interviews with him and Dave Rubin. They're like, what's the one issue that you could maybe be swayed on? And both of them are like abortion. Sure, and like, I, you, but you I, and I have different opinions about abortion as well. Yeah. But like, I but like I think for most people, once you start getting into the philosophy of something, once you start really getting down to fucking pay dirt with no, these, there's no excuse. These ideas, I think, it is a much more difficult concept. Like when people just like kind of poo-poo it away or act like it is a simple, easy reductionist uh, thing. John, can I it's ask not. you why it's difficult? Do you know why it's difficult? Because you're fucking killing somebody. That's why it's difficult. That's why state-sanctioned murder is all even <laughs> up at the capital offenses when they're like, hey, dude, we're well, going to murder this guy by the state, and they're like... Save it for save it for Danimal News. I mean, No, on. I'm just saying, dude, like, there's a reason. <laughs> there is a reason why it's a complicated thing to talk about, because it is actually awful. No, that's what it's called. I like every. I it's totally like, agree with you. So you got to be pro-life. You just have to be. Like you got to be. Like you have to be. You're a logical, rational thinking person. You have yeah, a child. No, I I am I am pro-life. But like and I would but I I do like have like I don't think taking like the morning after pill is abortion. Like it I'm don't. not saying the morning after pill necessarily, but guess what? I think you got to go I go with like for me personally. I go with like what is what constitutes like life for anybody, which is okay. a heart. So okay, if a, heartbeat, cool. a heartbeat, that's what starts it for me. So that's you're going to tell life. me that that's when your life. son was in the womb and you get you took the plan B pill, if she would have taken the plan, taken the plan B, he would not be there right now, Sean. I know that. That is, a, that is a, a genuinely unique thing that has been created. From the moment of conception, brand new DNA what? has been formed and structured to grow into a unique individual. And so it's like, and I'm not, listen, I'm, not, I'm all about contraceptives. I get it. He's sick. But I'm saying, like, you really think about it no, in a I... philosophical sense. Your son would have been murdered, if, whether it's two cells, a cell, it would have been gone. Eliminate well, is, that potential it, life. Well, it eliminates that potential life. Yeah, sure. The potential for life. Sean, you if stop you the potential ball down the hill, and then the fucking you stop the ball from going, yes. you stop this momentum. You stop. Yes, I I understand that, but like it, that's like talking about like okay, if you talked about a snowball. Right, you have a little snowball at the top of the hill on a snowy hill, and you roll it down. Yeah, 
it's not going to be as big as it is at the bottom halfway through or through yeah, the way through, whatever. But the so, perception size is relative to your consciousness. So you can sit there and go, well, well, I think, I think well, like snowball at the top of the hill, Sean. It's I think still up to seven ball. weeks. I think up to seven weeks. Fuck Dude, that kid. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> still a snowball. So like you can sit there and go like, yeah, it's not a big snowball. But it's still a snowball, and it's snowball life matters. Yeah, and then Jerry, com- and then Jerry comes over. He's like, "Well, it's more like uh, I don't know. Is that a ball? What you know that? what? It's got a lot of mud and you rock think about it, dudes that like to fuck their pregnant wives are the ultimate pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, oh, I never liked it. Never, never once. See, you're not a pedophile. See, Unless, exactly. I don't know, we know. My my disgust was. Like, hey, dude, like just go put hashtag pedo negative six months, and then everyone be like, what? <laughs> Well, see, no, but think about like when you realize like you're a gross dude because you're just like I don't even care, like I just yeah. need to get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like that's the thing, you know. And and this is, and I guess we can maybe go back to the to the pedo gate stuff real quick. Like you you you, you sit there and you're like you're like it's, it's it's not complete. Like literally, you look at the representation of our media sources and how they go in and go after certain issues, even our judicial system. Why is that not a bigger issue? Dude, well, why is that not something yeah, like the sentence is being so light and like you're like, like you're like what? You, oh why is small? Guys like sticking their dicks where the holes is. No, but but seriously, it's almost worth a fate worth worse worse than death. Like you may have like ruined a person forever. And then whatever that person does after that uh might ruin and infect other people like it's it's this domino effect i'm not saying that's that's true for everybody at all i'm not saying that at all i I think some people are strong enough and have the uh kind of the rationale and the forthrightness to like be able to like contextualize things in a way that it doesn't destroy them as a human being but some people can't a lot of people can't listen this is how the communist takeover happened dude because the communist takeover that we're trying to see this Maoist fucking takeover started. You go back a few years ago, you look at Evergreen State College. This happened at a cellular place. No, like, exactly. It's a microcosm. Yeah. So, like, it, it, it's going, it's accepting that human life is not valuable. That's really what the uh, the argument is: is that human life doesn't carry a value to it. Well, no, well, not all human life does. There, there's like a like a, a yeah. It's a, like a, it's like it's like black lives matters. matter, but not all black lives matter. Okay, it's or, like or choosing just, what is a life and just, not, or just plain old fashioned, all lives don't matter. Like this is the thing, like we like when they talk about equity and stuff, it's like okay. But does that, wouldn't that, we know. No, no, I know, and I know it is. I'm just saying from their perspective. Yeah. Like they're wrong. Wouldn't you just be like, well, doesn't that mean fucking everybody? Like, if you're talking about murder, you're talking about police violence, you're like, doesn't that mean everybody then? So shouldn't more black people be arrested and killed then? Well, and like, and well, that's what they're trying to say is happening. They're trying to say that it's selectively choosing that when a police officer rolls up to a scene, they're going, black guy, gotta do it. Guy, it's my job. Gotta fucking end it, dude. Listen, I'm not all for abortion, but goddamn, this guy doesn't look like a fully developed human being to me. That's literally what they think that he black- looks about seven weeks. No, but like, <laughs> but you sit there and you go, they literally think that the police officers in the system is built to dehumanize, subjugate African Americans. That's I know what they that. believe. Yeah. And, and and it's like I'm sitting here 
listening to Maya Angelou or whoever. Fuck, I don't know. That's a fucking poet from like a black poet. But I'm trying to think of the, the uh, yeah, white fragility. Um, um, what's that? But like, she's an espoused racist. She says, "I am oh. a racist." She says it. The woman who white wrote "White Fragility" says, "I am racist." Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's not Maya Angelou. No, I know. I was joking. I couldn't okay, remember. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Beverly D'Angelo? No, that's... Uh, it's something. It's Obama. some white fucking dumb name. It's, it's something D'Angelo. It's something Angelo, D'Angelo, I don't know. Robin D'Angelo. Uh, Robin D'Angelo. She's, she's literally, dude, getting paid $20,000 to teach fucking white oh, fragility seminars. It's the greatest grift ever. But we're seeing this shit on a mass scale where they're going into corporate America. I they're do, going to places like making people do this. Jocko Willink is losing business. And this is not good for Jocko Willink. And we need <laughs> the fucking, you know, come that's back. Why that's why he's out there running. It's like, it's, it's like when Charlie Hunnam did the movie uh, Final Frontier. I think that's what it's called. The Third Frontier. What is the fucking? That the Netflix, 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 Netflix movie. Something Frontier. Type in Frontier. It's a Netflix movie. The only Charlie Hunter movie anybody should watch is called uh, The is Lost it? City of Z. Oh, oh, Lost City of Z. I I have to go back and watch that. Beautiful but like, um, but you sit there and you go, uh, shit. I lost my train of thought right there for a second, guys. Charlie Hunnam? You were talking about Charlie oh, Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam, like he even like once he went through like the training and like learning some things about like how they actually think, like the, the special operators, <laughs> he and he's read Jordan Peterson. And he was talking about how how much he likes Jordan Peterson because it's about because yeah, he got flamed. He got flamed. I'll tell you the difference between in, in a sense, now this is not a hundred percent, but the people who are at like you know your base level guys, you know your kind of normal everyday average military people, they don't. The individual responsibility is kind of you can kind of toss that around a little bit. You can be like, you know what, I'm dumb. I choose to be dumb. Like I, you can choose it in a sense. Like you can be like, I'm gonna choose to act ignorant. But if you're in the special operations community, it's not allowed because you're a special operator. Like you are expected to know absolutely everything about your fucking job. You're held to such a high standard that there is no way that you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. So it's about that individual responsibility. It's about that self-accountability. It's about you holding yourself to that standard. The military, for the rest of the military outside of that, which is what I, I basically partook in for a considerable time in my military career with the exception of three years there was a the military held you accountable mm -hmm. right so like the military was your mommy and daddy we're gonna spank you if you don't fucking do what you're told and the special operators are going we're fucking adults we can handle our shit those are the difference between those those types of uh people and i think he kind of got a taste of that and that's really what jordan peterson which is why you and i we come from a fatherless home well, we may, we may have been, you know, in our in my late teens to uh, late to mid twenties or whatever. But like, dude, but that does have some sort of uh, social impact in our lives, I think. But it like, definitely formed us as like, yes, it did. Like, I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead in a weird way. Like, thank God he died because I never have to, I never have to sit there and be like, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel more solidified in my decisions knowing that. I had experienced something that is actually true loss, tragic tragedy. Uh, oh well, there's there's a utility to definitely to learning about loss in that kind of impactful way for sure. There is. I don't know if if the the good of that outweighs the bad. 
I think I, the good also, absolutely outweighs the bad for me. I think it. I think it had. I think it also had a very negative impact on a lot of uh, different aspects that are hard to like kind of parse. No, out. but I think. I, I think. I think there's definitely. Well, I think it comes down to closure. Some of us didn't have closure, and some of us didn't have like the the feel like the final oh, nobody, say. Or whatever. I don't think anybody had closure. I mean, like I had, uh, is, I had closure. I ignored his phone call. Oh, there you, you go. Know? <laughs> You know, oh, sorry. that's which is a normal thing to do. But like, no, I I never did. It was just Solomon came up to my room at that exact moment when he called me, and it was what it was, and he died that night. You know, but like you can sit there and go, I just don't think of the world that way. I'm not a negative person. I'm a very positive minded thing. I don't think anything is ever that bad. I think I'm like, you know what? Like I talked to this young kid, and he's going through a lot of shit right now. And I'm like, listen, dude, you need to quit being a fucking pussy. Like sometimes you just gotta fucking hear it. Like from somebody, you gotta be like, listen, dude. It's yeah, like, but that's... I, but like I also say in contraction, I'm like, listen, I'm not saying you don't have the right to feel the way that you do. I'm not saying that you don't. There's not a reason why you feel the way that you do, but you have to start asking yourself why. Why? If you stop asking yourself why, why am I upset? Why do I care about this certain subject? Or why do? Sure. Why is this? You know. And it's like it's it's really about getting, especially young men, because women are so introspective already, and they're so questioning all the time. Oh, but men they all, but they need guidance well, just like everybody else. I mean, it's listen. Do it, they? Do they? This, but this is this is the role of like a a father in your life is to somebody to be real. I am my father. <laughs> but it is kind of somebody to kind of be real with you, and somebody you can bounce notions off of or somebody to tell you to get your shit together or somebody to um guide you through a shit storm or guide you through a failure or or whatever and uh you know for sure for me like i definitely uh missed that in my life for uh my late 20s for sure and i didn't really have that like i had like support because i had like you i had uh ryan i had uh other people. I, I honestly bailed pretty quick after that, but I was. No, I'm talking about support, like support, and like in terms of like people to talk to. Yeah, but there's. Like, listen, difference. I live alone, dude. I live in fucking. I don't see anybody, you know. But I talk to you guys all the time. But there's a difference between like your peers, which like since we're brothers, we're more peers than like above each other or whatever. Like in terms of the like, hierarchy, emotionally. Sure. Like so, there's a difference between like having somebody like you innately respect to be like, "Yo, what are you doing? This is what you should do. Why don't you try this?" And yeah. when you don't, when you don't have that, it can be very detrimental to your like your progress as a as a man, as a person. That, that may be fair. I guess I got kind of thrown into the world where I was almost forced to have that, uh, in a sense. You, well, know? you had it in different ways, right? Like you, like some people, like you can find. You can find that outside of your natural <laughs> habitat, right? Like you can yeah. find it out of outside of your your family unit. John, you, you need to it. you need you need to go find your father, your new father. You need I to know. find your new father. I I say you just realize I realized my father was me all along. God, this is like the lost city of Z. Um, not really. It, I'm not gonna get my son <laughs> in the jungle, but spoiler alert. Um, I don't know, man. I just I'm not afraid for this country. I believe in the strength of this country and its people, but I do know that it doesn't take much for it to go topsy turvy, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And I do think that there's some very precarious positions that it, it, it's a very precarious position that we're in right now because it's not stable. It's very unbalanced. 
you know, but like you have these great minds. Like I go listen to Thomas Sowell and he talks about the so the societal cyclical nature of man and like oppression and yeah. and like how how it goes through history is like how why are the Jews so successful is because they kept getting fucked for thousands of years. Like that's why there's they like every time they had to leave every they would build up their wealth and they're like in Spain, get the fuck out. Fuck you. You don't belong here and they go Oh, okay, 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 and they go and the fucking they start another you know thing somewhere else or in Poland, and then you see what happened in Germany, and you see all all the the times and like yeah, if the quote unquote certain people run Hollywood, I'm not gonna say you know that they do, but like if they did, like it would make sense. It would make sense on like an and there would be the pessimism and the conspiracy theories that would be contrived through that. Well, those conspiracy you know, theories have like are quote-unquote conspiracy theories have echoed through time for oh, a few hundred years well, why? That, but that's what i'm saying is that it's something that's been like handed down and you look at the irish the irish in this country became very successful we had a basketball team named after us it's a pretty big deal um <laughs> well it's but like the irish like, li- literally got involved in government ma- and police yeah. and then crime yeah. yeah well and all of the above honestly but they did what they had to do to survive they took they, over like a well, plague well, 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 but what came after that, what, the, what, they, what they realized is through years of self-abuse and harm that this is not the way that we should act. And, and then you still had like people that were you know, powerful and corrupt or whatever, but the majority of Irish people became just hardworking Americans and they just wanted a better life. You know? and, then, and then so they went out and they were more socially conscious and went after like and financially sta- stability because you're going to tell me when Irish people here and they were subjugated and persecuted that they had a, a, like a generational wealth gap or whatever. Like, of course they did. Of course they did. Yeah, of they course prob- they did, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. There's, like, there's the- literally old propaganda you can find of, for Irish and Italians where they're like apes. Fucking oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and this like, is from like the 1920s and 30s. It's not even yeah. that long ago. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like, and it's it's like now that we're in this new lexicon where it's like, well, it's the white man's turn now. Like that's what they're saying. They're like basically saying, well, it's the white man's turn to be treated like shit. And it, or I had this conversation with this woman in Portland, which is oh. a which is a complete misnomer. Like this idea of like the white identity. You're like, what are you talking about? Like. White people are just as diverse a coalition of like human beings in terms of where they come from, ethnic backgrounds, parts of the world where their families come from. That yeah. it's just it makes no sense to be like you're white. Honestly, it really doesn't. It's just like a quick no. It's it's absolutely easy way to dis- dismiss people and be and, weird. And it's just and, that's and, just like when you say like, well, you're black, so you're from Africa. Well, like you're probably you might be wrong. It's just why you have trolls like Laura Loomer. And Milo Yiannopoulos, and you have these guys that are just like, honestly, in a wit, and Gavin McInnes, like, they're proving a point. Like, they don't have any logical sense to their arguments, so they'll be like, well, who the fuck are you to say that? I I mean, maybe Gavin McInnes is not, it's probably the least worst of the three in terms of, like, making a case for something. Uh, No, but they're, but they're, they're, they're provocateurs, that's what they do, they're being provocative for the sake of being provocative. So it's like they. Do you think mean Gavin McInnes is, is provocative for the sake like now? Uh, I don't. I, think, I haven't watched this stuff recently, honestly. But I know back in the day he was. Well, yeah, because he was like an edgy dude. I mean, he's the co-founder of Vice. Right, which has been corrupt by fucking Ezra or whatever his fucking name is. Ezra Klein. Or is that is that fucking Vox? I can't no, it's Vox. That's Vox. Okay, whatever. Fucking SJW piece of shit. But um, like we and this 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 
this terminology of social justice is just in itself is just a, a illogical it's a logical fallacy what is social justice like what what is that and you're a warrior what the fuck are you talking about dude a social justice warrior and now it's like a, a ad, ad hominem you know it's a fucking attack if you call someone sjw a snowflake or whatever and it, it, we're both doing it. Both sides are doing it. Both sides are absolutely using, you know, these broad uh, generalizations. Yeah. yeah. And the, but the, the thing is, the broad generalizations within that are true. There are generalizations that are true. The left is generally far more emotional, and they are also more violent as of it stands today. And the Democrats have always been violent. They've always used identity politics to get their, you know, uh, uh, politics done. It's how they've always done it. The Republicans have never necessarily used politics as the main pejorative to get their shit done. With with the exception of like fighting for slavery or fighting against slavery. Like if we we're going to go back in like the social economic class of like the South at the time and how it was, you know, they were destabilizing the South through their economy by going after the the, the slavery uh, system and stuff, but it was only the one percent, two percent of the antebellum South that actually had slaves. A fucking a slave would cost as much as your average person's year salary. So no, no one I could know, I know that, and that's I mean, a little side tangent. It's always frustrated me about when people talk about the Civil War at, as if the entire South was the coalition of a singular belief. Yeah, and they talk about like, the big no. It's like it dude, people were like just like any other war. People are like. Ran, ran, like run into it. Also, it's happening in their backyard. It you know what? You know what? You know what I love? You know what I love, dude? Like literally, this is so fucking crazy. Like when we're talking about all the stuff that's happening, you know, uh, or the stuff that they allow us to see, because ultimately, this is what they allow us to see. This is the problem that I have with the mainstream, the Googles and the Twitters and the the tech, the tech industries. They're allowing us to see certain narratives, and they let them flourish, and that's the issue because like they won't let certain ideas flourish within on their within their platforms because what happened was if you go look back at what happened with the apocalypse is basically it was the mainstream media that was putting pressure on the advertisers to be able to go like to put pressure on youtube and if youtube had to give way because the advertisers were leaving and they were forced to go with the mainstream narrative so they kind of lost their edgy cool thing about YouTube and they became more uh, mainstream and they've had a certain fall of certain perspectives to be able to keep their advertisers which from a business sense makes it makes sense uh, and I get it but it's also one of those things where like YouTube has been so it's so it's so weird but then again Steven Crowder you know he got remonetized but he's also getting demonetized every episode so it doesn't matter he's still in the same freaking boat because they talk about controversial subjects yeah he's a fed I'm Probably. joking. I have no Probably. idea. Probably. He's I'm Canadian. Joking. I'm joking. You can't trust Canadians and what they're all boot, you know. <clears throat> um, but I, I just think it's it's one of the shames of of our of our time, and I really do believe we're in the period, this new period of enlightenment that we're just not ready for, and technology is gonna it's gonna take us more time to catch up to it. But I do believe. Well, that's why new- uh, I think I think everybody like because we've been going for like two hours, so probably should be a good time to kind of wind down. Mm-hmm. But um, everybody should read. The book 1984. Like you want to under and also play the game Metal Gear Solid 2: Sons of Liberty. If you want to understand like the controlling the idea that like when information becomes digital, or if there's an apparatus to control information, change history, you're never ever going to be aware of what came before it. Like really, 
pay attention to the world, pay attention to the things that happen now, because you never know when that narrative is going to be changed. And we've talked about that a lot over the period of this episode. Yeah. We've talked about this idea of the, a narrative being able to be shifted by things like movies, the way they're reported, Twitter, Facebook. They control so much of what you actually even know. And that limits your ability to understand the world that you actually exist in. So it's really important to do that. And also, you know, I don't want to, I'm not doing any sort of cynical plug, but allegedly this weekend, allegedly. Uh, this weekend we will be recording an episode of Zoobox Goes to the Movies about the movie 1984 and also the book. It'll probably be mostly about the book. So we use the movie as a jumping off point to really talk about the book. It was supposed to be last week, but yeah, I got fucked. I got fucked pretty hard. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, but look forward to that in the future. And I think it's really, I seriously go read some dystopian science fiction, folks. Like, you want to know the world you're living in? People have thought about this stuff. Or okay, just go, go read your go, go read, read your history, dude. Go, go read, read your history on Maoist China. Like, oh, exactly. Or even recent history, right? But all of the science fiction from the past hundred years is informed by the history of what has been 40s, going on. Fifties, the thirties, forties. Yeah, 50s. they were literally, and it's literally like the bible of what could happen to societal structures if we exactly don't. exactly go read yourself some philip k dick listen i made a video called the scanner biden okay it's a joke but it's also not a joke it's uh it's one of the most beautiful pieces i've ever done it's a beautiful thing and it does not have enough use so go check out a scanner biden <laughs> uh but like seriously though i mean it's just if you need like entertainment to give you the message, like there's, it is out there, and we're going to try to cover it here on this channel. So, stay squarely, everybody. Uh, Dan, is there anything you'd like to leave leave the leave the viewers with? Vote for Donnie Trump, dude. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, DJ Trump. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to move on from where we're at and let him do the insurrection act? Like, yeah, that's what we got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd like to leave everybody with uh, the same thing I just said. I just uh, go read more, be more aware, look into everything, pay attention to the world around you, pay attention to the way news is reported to you. Also, as much of an evil as it is, get yourself a Twitter account because there are people on there that are still able to give you like all the riots, all these videos that we see that we've been talking about. Most of that stuff comes from Twitter. It really does. It really does, because as much as they're trying to be weird, there are things that they just will not, lines they have not crossed yet, as of yet, okay? Anyways, well, thanks. Someone did get shot in the head tonight. We'll yeah, well, somebody did get shot in the head, but we found out about that because of Twitter. Thank you, Tata. So uh, if you'd like to know more about Zoobox, if you'd like to keep up to date with everything Zoobox Nation, there's a bunch of bunch of links in the description for Facebook, for Instagram, for Dan and I's personal Twitter. Dan has been officially added to the Twitter list. So he's there, Deekster, at Deekster2. Um, I think mine is at Sean Zoobox. And, uh, yeah, follow us on there. Subscribe. Like the video. If you're listening... Uh, on a podcast feed, thank you for doing so. We appreciate it. We appreciate everything, right? It's uh, this is a project that we're trying to build out, and we appreciate any support, you know, because it can feel lonely and cold out here. Listen, guys, we're crying, we're climbing up the uh, economic ladder, and we're just poor Irish 
Immigrants just trying to get by. So let's get that generational wealth gap closed because gen- because Irish people make 3% compared to a white man. That's true. 3% less. So it's like 90- I just want my 3%. These All are facts. These are facts. You can't argue with facts. All right, everybody. Have a good one.